bro, Sasha Banks. So, oh my god. When I, when I was at the WWE the other week, I wanted to just go fucking rape that woman. You had a tryout? Bro, Sasha Banks. So, oh my god. When I, when I was at the WWE the other week, I wanted to just go fucking rape that woman. You had a tryout? Bro, Sasha Banks. So, oh my god. When I, when I was at the WWE the other week, I wanted to just go fucking rape that woman. You had a tryout? Bro, Sasha Banks. So, oh my god. When I, when I was at the WWE the other week, I wanted to just go fucking rape, rape that, that woman. You had a tryout? Bro, Sasha Banks. So, oh my god. When I, when I was at the WWE the other week, I wanted to just go fucking rape that woman. You had a tryout? When I was at the WWE the other week, I wanted to just go fucking rape that woman. You had a tryout? Bro, Sasha Banks, so, oh my god. When I was at the WWE the other week, I wanted to just you had a tryout? fucking rape that woman. You had a tryout? Bro, Sasha Banks, so, oh my god. When I was at the WWE the other week, I wanted to just go fucking rape that woman. You had a tryout? Bro, Sasha Banks, so, oh my god. When I was at the WWE the other week, I wanted to just go fucking rape that woman. You had a tryout? Bro, Sasha Banks, so When I was at the WWE the other week, I wanted to just go fucking rape that woman. You had a tryout? Bro, Sasha Banks, oh my god. When I was at the WWE the other week, I wanted to just go fucking rape that woman. You had a tryout? Bro, Sasha Banks, so I was at the WWE the other week. I wanted to just go fucking rape that woman. You had a tryout? Bro, Sasha Banks, so, oh my god. When I, when I was at the WWE the other week, I wanted to just go fucking rape that woman. You had a tryout? Bro, Sasha Banks, so, oh Ryan Van Fleet, tell when me I, you have the, WWE, the new gospel album, not by Joe Cronin here. That's a rape that woman type Bro, of album, Bleedies. So We're not into that. When I hear Sammy Guevara want to rape somebody, I got to throw you out a tryout. It was a panic-inducing moment. I couldn't believe what this predator was saying. But Bleedy's Elias, when he has a guitar, he's saying such sweeter words. Have you heard the EP? It was number one, Bleedy's, on the iTunes charts. You know, I was worried. I heard it was losing to the Hamilton soundtrack. And I go, I thought Hamilton came out a while ago. How was Elias losing to that? But apparently he overtook... He won. He took advantage. I'm glad that Elias has achieved that number one spot. However, full disclosure, I have not checked out this record. I, I'm still burned from the last one because my favorite song is when he was just kind of doing a little ditty and then he made himself laugh. So I hope there's plenty of that on this. Well, album. I heard uh, whispers that you watched Halloween Havoc tonight. I thought it was because of the Elias album. I thought you loved it because Bleedies, <laughs> we heard two tracks during the live concert. We thought we only heard one. He did like a medley himself, and no one was laughing. Household name. We were crying, Bleedies. It was beautiful. It was gospel music for What's Geezy, You, Me. By the way, that was What's Geezy that we just heard. He subscribed for his third month. Thank you so much, What's Geezy. Bleedies, What's Geezy and I are going to be gaming tonight. You should hang out with us. Uh, we're going to raid Tyla if he doesn't still have COVID. It's been a rough 48 hours. We're going to stream Vermintide until we throw up. What's this Vermintide? So, because yeah, Geezy did reach out and say, "Hey, uh, you should get Vermintide 2. <laughs> and I, I, I was like, "Is that?" I mean, honestly, from just from the sound of it, it almost sounds like COVID. Like, 
Oh, I got the I got the vermin tied. I got oh, it's worse, Fleeties. In Total War Warhammer 2, when I'm Club Skyer, Fleeties, that's Skaven. Those are rats. You know this. But when I'm Skaven, I can build under cities, right? And I can build the vermin tied building under their city. When I build the Vermintide building, Bleedies, it instantly declares war on the faction. Armies rise up from below. We crush the settlement. It's best to do this in a capital, Bleedies. You want to have the capital of their commandery. Sorry, Bleedies, they're not called commanderies. They're called provinces. They're commanderies in Total War Three Kingdoms. That's our other favorite game. But we'll stick to Total War Warhammer for now. I know what you're thinking, Bleedies. Three Kingdoms does not have chinks in it. How can you play a China game? China, I know, Bleedies, it's nothing but chinks. All the city names, they're like Kung Pao. Like, they're not even... I would like the kids' meal with chicken fingers and, and a, a small coffee. coffee. Bleedies, I just had to tell you that I can't pronounce one character or town name in Total War Three Kingdoms, but I still have 21 hours in it. But I'll keep it to the Skaven. So, Bleedies, Vermintide is a Warhammer-themed game. It's my master plan. I've got Geezy. I've got Tyler. They're hooked. Then I'm going to make them play Total War Warhammer. Then they're going to get hooked on that. Then we're going to play the tabletop game. It's a big master plan, Bleedies. I have all these figurines of rats, and I'm going to attack you with them. Are we doing a, dungeon, a Dungeons & Dragons? I thought we were eventually working up to that. I remember when I signed on back in 2013, we had agreed. Eventually, this was obviously leading to Dungeons & Dragons. No, Bleedies. It's a Warhammer. I hate Dungeons & Dragons. It's nerds. That's dumb. <laughs> Warhammer has cooler die. It has one with a shield, one with a sword. There's no confusion whatsoever. I don't know what they're doing in DND. Bleedies, all I know is that Elias saved wrestling. He got you to watch NXT. I had to, <laughs> like, fight not to. By the way, the reason we brought up Berman Titus, because, yeah, we'll be streaming that later. Geezy sent me a picture because he bought all the DLC. I love this game. I knew I have grit. Thank you, Tyler Spider. He said, I have grit with 100 bits. Bleedies, I knew Geezy was simple-minded. I knew he'd love this game. It's, a, it's just hack and slash. Even you'd like it. You just run around killing rats, and there's blood everywhere. And then bigger rats show up. Then chaos warriors. And Bleedies, when new warriors show up, I get to tell you their origin from the Warhammer lore. So when you're playing with me, it's like you have a narrator. Well, I do see some of the gameplay here, and it does look a little hack and slash. It does almost look like first-person Skyrim fighting, which I did enjoy. I just, I, I feel, I say this every time we talk video games, I miss the boat. The boat already happened, and you guys all left me on the shore, and I'm okay waiting on the shore for you to come back. If you even play the tabletop game of Warhammer with me, it's hack and slash. I fuck people up. Everything's hack and slash when I'm playing. <laughs> oh, boy. Thanks for Life just hosted us. Thank you so much, Thanks for Life. What's Geezy? Resubscribe to Tier 1. Thanks again, Geezy. Uh, he's probably a higher power than me. I haven't played this game since Tyler and I streamed it the other day. Yeah, we like this is our thing, Bleedies. We raid Tyler Spida every night. We make him stream till 5 a.m. We play Sounders. Why are you running if he tries to leave? He doesn't even eat, and we just bully him. And I think that's why he got sick. He wasn't eating. He was staying up all night. And he had to take a couple nights off. So we're going to raid Tyler, played Vermintide on his channel later tonight. Thank you, Thix, for hosting. Thank you, Geezy, for subbing. Also, those sounders that we heard, Bleedies, Tyler Spida played a great one. King Corn played a sounder. King Corn, sorry, I missed that thing. I was you. in Kevin's inner circle for years, and he is the reason that I started podcasting. What the hell was that? Inner circle. We need to have a town hall and see if he was in it. I don't think Forrest would get in it with our town hall. You're too fat, and you can't do a push-up. We have gifts to prove it. Uh, thank, I'm going to read that in one moment, Darcy. Thank you so much. Uh, real quick, Ayako played two sounders. Thank you, Ayako Akiyama. 
Bleedies Ayako is our cult mother. She looks after us. She can't pick favorites. And also, she's working on secret songs that I got to hear, and I'm pretty sure they're all about me. I would love to hear some secret songs exclusively about you. Can That's I... always the best writing material is when it's exclusively you. Ayako, can I play one? I'm just asking. I'm going to act like dun, I dun, hear dun, her. Dun, dun. I love that part. Thank you, Nathan Weller, for playing my favorite song that isn't a Vladies Country song. You just played Jim Cornette. I don't know what that was. Vladies, it used to be a sitcom. Now it's something all the more dastardly. Vladies, they play that at Belmont Grove as they burn effigies of children on top of... Gay Republican heads. Ladies, our fucking heads of state are, are sex slaves to corporations, literally. The fucking Susan, the CEO of YouTube, made Bill Clinton blow Obama, and then that's how Obama became president. Now they have something on each other. But I learned you all this tryout? listening to the Joe Rogan experience. I know it's been a few years, Bleedies. I thought I would never listen to him again. But he had Alex Jones on, so I listened to it. And I knew all this already, but it was great That's a good to way to say hear it. someone say it. Thank you, Ayako. Ayako knows all this, too. She's a right-wing lunatic. She's alt-right, basically. You're alt-right, Ayako. But you had a tryout? But she's Japanese, so she can be. Japanese people can be as alt-right as they want, but they're gooks, so it's fun. I'm sorry! I said chink already. I have to fit a gook in. We've got to keep it even. Ladies, I like Japan, not China, but I keep it even. Uh, Sonic Gino just said, share 100. Ghostface came out to... Oh, Jesus. We'll read that later. Take a look at this savvy Rob Van Dam style move as Mankind climbs to the top rope and... Oh, huh. super kick to the chair right into the I'm face. sorry, King Corn. I missed it. I was too annoyed at Gino. The worst part about this Vermintide game, ladies, is there's an in-game Gino. And we call him in-game Gino because if you just talk to him once, you get five paragraphs at once. He just says it all. And it's like, fuck, Gino. Leave us alone. Ladies, you haven't had to deal with Gino, have you? Uh, what do you mean? I deal with Gino all the time. He's my man. He always he watches Impact and enjoys it. So I know sometimes I watch it just to kind of get some material for like my stand up set. But then he's like, "Did you see Kylie Ray? That was awesome." You're gonna watch Raw whether you like it or not because you're a mark. <laughs> Thank you, Nathan Weller. He played that, not me, ladies. I wasn't being mean to you. But Gino is conning you, and you have not let him in fully. You don't know the real monster that is inside of him. We do. We hate him. But thank you, Vladis. What was that noise? That was Nathan Weller 19 that interrupted you when he, we heard Mark. Household name? Uh, Nathan said, cheer 100. Are we killing rats with Tyler tonight? I just said it, Nathan. I just said it. Vladis, I just wasted everyone's time talking about Vermintide. Where's Nathan crying at the footy field? What, Nathan, you do that after the show. Don't walk to the footy field during AEW ever again, you little shit. Yeah, what's going on with the footy field, though? I was interested in that. There was a little bit more that we never unpacked when it came to the footy field. Ladies, don't watch my box when I switch to you. Don't watch me laugh at what I said. It's not funny. It's only funny to me. King Corn said, cheer one, cheer one, cheer one. I bought the game, too. I just need storage. This is like the same thing Gino said. Ty uh, ladies, what's with these kids not having hard drives and telling me about it? Why, you, uh, why don't they have storage? Like, Do you have to be older than 21 to know what a terabyte is? You only have a phone. You don't know what the fuck a hard drive is. Why don't these idiots have storage? What What are you playing on? You play this on Steam? Are you still steaming it? Because I see it here. It's only seven forty nine. How much storage do you need? It's free this week too, Valides. It had a free. They weekend have to all feed week. them orange dye. 
ladies, we need, if you have this computer that I boxed already and I need to drop off at FedEx, I'm telling you, this label expired. Uh, but this would play it perfectly on high. We need to get you this damn uh, computer. We just heard, what was that noise? Orange Die, played by Nathan Weller. Thank you so much, Nathan. So now Nathan played Orange Die, because like you and Gino, I think you watched NXT tonight, Halloween Havoc. It's not the real Halloween Havoc people settle down. Felides, was the big pumpkin there, though? There was a couple big pumpkins, and then Johnny Gargano, Johnny Wrestling, destroyed one of the pumpkins to show how badass he was. Oh, no. Was, was it a real one or a blow-up one? Oh, there was a blow-up one. I'm sure there was some organic uh, gourd and all pumpkin on the vine, but the, the main... The main decorations, I believe, are all uh, prosthetics. That sounds great. If he destroyed a blow-up one, it's way better than getting pumpkin seeds everywhere. When I was a teenager, ladies, I had spiked hair. And my friends were driving around. I was with them. And they dared me to spear. I, it's a spear now because we talk. they didn't like wrestling. They didn't call it that. But I tackled for them this giant Halloween Havoc pumpkin blow-up thing that was in front of a house. And we filmed it and loved it. I was so cool. No, it sounds... Sounds cool. It sounds awesome, and I'm a little annoyed. I never, I never did the uh, the Billy Corgan smashing pumpkins thing. Like, I, I never was that guy who went like I would always have like a pumpkin on my porch, and someone would come up and kick it, and I was like, that's not, that's not okay. It took me three hours to carve this Yoda. I was all about the Billy Corgan smashing pumpkins life up until he started ruining NWA, the best wrestling company ever. Ladies, the new Midnight Express can still be the champions. Okay, they're not that old. They're the new ones. So if the old ones are still wrestling, the new ones can wrestle. I bet you the old ones died. I don't know. I just know the Rock and Roll Express, please. I can't remember every fucking tag team from the other company. I remember the WWE ones, remember? You, yeah, I do remember Bombastic Bob and Bodacious Bart. I mean, that was the way wrestling was meant to be. You take two floundering singles, guys, put them in matching tights, and then they win championships. Yeah. So I don't know why the Rock and Roll Express are still coming out here in their like, mid-60s talking about how hard they work and i'm just the working man it's like are you the working man why ain't the smoking guns coming back like we have billy gun out there with his dumb kid you and your kid in his dumb lead pipe that's seth rollins that's not the line but <laughs> oh my god i'm sorry believe me That's all I needed to know to turn that off because Darcy's a piece of fat shit. You're a faggot, Darcy, and we ain't using that tonight. Felitas, I'm trying to get suspended because you did. So he's a faggot and suspended. <laughs> I'll take two days off, too. How about that? Yeah, we all could use a little vacation. What better way to take that vacation than just getting suspended? However, Felitas will be live tomorrow at 9 p.m. Central Standard Time on YouTube.com. Brian Van Vliet, until they suspend me. All right, little Japanese girl song is 1,250 bits till the end of the night because fuck you, Darcy, you're a piece of shit. Does he uh, like to just play it over and over? Oh, not yet. He never has. He never will. You ain't going to get to, you fat asshole, and we ain't going to your stupid YouTube channel. You're not holding us hostage. We don't care about you anymore. We're tough now. We have, a new pr we have an election next week. We, ladies, we're all fired up. We're about to win. We're about to win big. We are, and I'm a little nervous. It's funny that, like, if Biden was going to win, I'd be like, oh, that's a bummer. But it's like Trump's going to win. I'm excited that the guy I want to win is going to win. But there's going to be riots because the people that didn't vote for him, for some reason, don't understand that the entire wrong, country like doesn't want to pay mark. more taxes. Ladies, I'm not a bully. These new people just don't know who Darcy is. He does it all the time. He abused me for months. I'm just now calling him names. It took months. We just heard a noise, ladies. It was the great broken freaking neck. 
Oh, no, it was Gino. Gino said Chio 100, RIP Tracy Smothers. Household name? Ladies, Tracy Malika Smothers. just subscribed. Malika. Where do I get these chicken fingers and a small coffee? McDonald's. You got to go to the drive-thru. You say, I want a Kismiel with a chicken finger and a small hey, coffee. stop bullying I'm me. I'm not bullying you, Darcy. Jesus, he's going to play that one over and over. Is That one's 1280. How about that, Fleeties? He's ruining our economy. I almost think he's creating a new supply and demand, so I like that the rates are now going up. And suddenly, I mean, shit, this is great. Fleeties, Tracy Smothers trained JT to wrestle back in 2007-8. And that's the only reason I know that name. Who the fuck is Tracy Smothers? Why is everyone telling me about him? He trained JT, so he's great, but what else did he do? He was an ECW original. He was part of the the full blooded Italians with what? With uh, yeah, with little Guido and Nunzio? little Guido Matatato. Yeah, he was uh, what? Was he Big Dick Dudley? Uh, no, that. But he's also dead. So let's have a couple moments of silence for more fallen ECW heroes. But yeah, Tracy Smothers. I saw him at one of the one nights. He was at one of the one night stands. He might have been at the first one, and that was kind of the last time I saw him. I think he did some stuff with TNA, but. Uh, it is one of those things where he hasn't been in the spotlight, at least in my spotlight, for a couple, probably two decades, maybe one and a half decades. I don't think anyone knows who he is. Like, I even know Tom Pritchard. Like, I know everyone in this stupid business. No one knows Tracy Smothers. And JT, I think you were, he says he was trained by Tracy Smothers, but he wrestles like he was trained by Big Dick Dudley. I think it was definitely one of the dead guys, but JT's lying. Vladies, we had so much happen on Ride. Didn't even get to play you Elias yet. You didn't hear the religious EP. All right, just one then. I was going to play every song for you, but we've already heard two. We'll cross those out. One of them's like so slow, you'd think it was an eight-minute song, but it's two and a half minutes, so it just never starts. It's called Streetlight. We're going to hear Amazing Grace. See, ladies, it's all gospel. Don't drink water during this. You're going to spit it out. Swallow that. Swallow that. Okay, here we go, ladies. Little House of the Rising song. (laughs) Everyone likes this song. This is Elias, please. No one even knows it. Jesus. Is this a cover? I swear I've heard this before, Bleedies. Yeah, it kind of does sound a little bit like House of the Rising Sun, like you said. Like, it almost sounds like that, but then it's almost like, you know, saved a wretch like me. Uh, I once was lost, but now I'm found. Was blind, now I can see. Like I think he's that. If that's where he's going, I might know this. No, ladies, it's that little bitty ting. You know, it's it's yeah. it's not illegally the same. It's just a little the same. It's that little bitty ting. I hate this song. I've already heard it twice. It's too much. I swear I liked this album two days ago. Ladies, what happened? Is is it because Jake Hager's fighting tomorrow that I hate Elias? Uh, <laughs> maybe that's what... I don't know if that's the exact spillover. I just think the Elias music stuff... I, I'm i stuck in that world of, is he trying to do this seriously? Is he doing this just as his character? Like, he turned heel. So if he was a babyface and he, and he was releasing, like... I hope you guys like my record. It would have to be good. 
But since he's a heel, it's like, well, no, I can make a shitty record and just say it's because I'm a bad guy. He's not making any record. Don't don't think of Elias as an artist. No, it's WWE. He's their puppet. He was an idiot fucking meathead who played a drifter, and then he became. They saw the marketability in him. They made him Elias. They gave him these guitars. He got, this guy has no talent. He's a piece of shit. He's just he's a dime a dozen. Braun Strowman could add this gimmick and probably done better. Remember, they competed. He had that big organ or something, that big bass. And at least Elias would smash a big bass after. Didn't he smash that bass? I don't know. He slapped the bass. Uh, yeah, sure. we, got, we got to see the big bass get destroyed. And that was fun. I think it was a cello. But yeah, it was. Uh, I, I kind of like Elias. I feel bad for Elias, but I just want to say, I feel like wrestling was really good without Elias. So when he kind of gets just brought back and plugged in and then we're seeing him a lot more, I'm almost like, ah, things were going pretty well. It's the same reason. I know you like Lars Sullivan, but I'm still on that train of like, ah, I think we were doing no, pretty good. You're a piece of shit. I'm sick of this, please. I love this show. Every week you tell me Bruce Pritchard's a fat piece of shit, like Vader. No, he wrote that line, Bleedies. He isn't that line. Bleedies, how do you not love it? Elias versus Jeff Hardy. Like, we love Jeff Hardy. I already got you to admit it. You can't go back on it. It was just a week ago. <laughs> Elias was gone. You even said, time away. We love him more. I, 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 Shut up, Darcy. Ayama. I'm trying to talk to my friend, Bleedies. I'm pointing the ukulele. You know this shit's getting real. Bleedies, he smashed the ukulele over Jeff Hardy's back. What aren't you loving about Elias? And the problem is, is I do think you are, like, taking him too seriously. He's a big joke. Just yeah. think of him as a WWE character, and then you'll love the album. Like, the album isn't real music. It's WWE music. Like, those Kane movies that you love. You don't think of those as real movies. They're WWE movies. So, Elias is our favorite WWE creation, isn't he? You can say it. He's the greatest creation we've ever had. But no, I, I agree. Maybe I'm at that point where I, when he was when he was losing to Baron Corbin, or when he was beating Baron Corbin, rather, and you couldn't stand him, I was at the point of like, Elias is ready for that title, baby. Get Elias the fucking belt. Here we go. <laughs> but now he's coming back and he's doing the music all over again. To me, we've seen it. We've done it. What is the evolution? Because I thought the evolution was for him to win that belt. How about two albums? And Vlitis, I, I hit him with the car. I hated him so much. He, he won't fight me. He's dodging me. He wants to fight Jeff Hardy. He's lying on TV saying Jeff Hardy did it. You know who did it. This was redeemed by Elias. Get fucked. Look at me, Vlitis. I'm flexing for him. But as I was saying, Vlitis, I love Elias. I forget what I was saying. Did you hear his concert or not? Uh, I, I heard the little bits of it. I didn't watch the entire thing. It was uh skippable <laughs> so so i was like i'm sure jeff hardy's playing that guitar okay. over there All and right. he's that amplifier over there like i just knew now we're hearing two songs mr skippable we might i i <laughs> wait, actually played the concert for you so it's not fair that you forgot oh him. yeah i did hear you. yeah I, I you played it up for me on here you forgot lead me home ladies our favorite song all right now listen to it remembering that he's not writing these songs vince is writing them in his office and J john moxley hates them it's that type of shit all right here we go Lead me, lead me home. Lead me, lead me. Come on and lead me home. Yeah, 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 yeah. I travel through time and space, through 
Okay, he wrote this one. He just wrote this one. The guy's a genius. What was I talking about? This is, this is Lennon and McCartney in one, if they could sing. This guy's amazing, ladies. Uh, I, I enjoyed that one a little more, and yeah, it does remind me of Lennon, McCartney, Ringo, Harrison. All into one person, also mixed with a little bit of edge, so I like it. And maybe 25% Tilbrook, 75% Gifford. I don't know. I go, when are you going to send me something this good? I got a bunch of shit demos I got to tell her. We got to hide a lot in this verse. I shouldn't say that to you. I should say this is perfect. Ayako sends me a song. We got to hide a lot in this verse. I broke her heart, Gleedy. She made a love song about me, and I told her the verses need to be hidden. What? You? Yeah. She made you the love song that you've been dying for, and then you were like, I don't like it. I don't. It's not good enough. I don't hear love enough in it. She didn't even say love, ladies. Ladies, sing it from your heart, not your mouth. Please, I don't talk like this. Stop it. I'm sick of this. <laughs> I'm always treated this way by you and Ayako. I can't find the song. I don't think she wants me to play it, but I want to play the chorus because it's amazing, and she nailed that. Uh, also, we'll all know the song, ladies. It's from Big Lebowski. So. Oh, so it's a Big Lebowski. Just dropped in to see yes! if my condition That's the was one. Me. You knew? That's the one? Yeah, she did that. Oh, for some reason, that was the very first Household big about name. Part of me thought it was going to be uh, the man in me something from the Bob Dylan song at the beginning. But now that it's dropped in to see my condition, even better. We need to hear it now. Ladies, is there any chance that just dropped in is about wanting to leave your husband for a sexy podcaster? Uh, I think it might be because there's, there's a line in that song that says, I tripped on a cloud and fell eight miles high. Oh. So I, I think you could turn that into a line about leaving your family for another man. I'm in. <laughs> I'm in, bro. Ayako, we're so unique. No one's like us, okay? There's no two people like you two people. Please, I'm listening to Ayako. Oh, yeah. I love it now that I know what it's about. Oh, you can't hear the verse. There's a lot to hide there. The first oh, part, yeah. the first part's the worst part, Ayako. I should I didn't tell her all the notes. After I said the first note and she started crying, I just kept the rest to myself. I said, No, it's great. It's perfect. Don't it was great. <laughs> you reread the uh, 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 combo I sent you, Bleedies, you'll see I said all of that. I now when Elias sends me songs. The music video is just Elias sitting in a tan room, mouth sinking. Is that what it's called, Bleedies? Bleedies, do you love him yet? Do, wait, you forgot he wrestled Jeff Hardy. It was just a week ago. They had a match that ended with a guitar shot, Bleedies. What don't you like? Uh, no, it's on the, you know what? It's funny because I'm not saying I don't like. I'm just saying it's wrestling was really good. So I'm hoping that Elias can add to it. Uh, the Hell in a Cell match was good. I did like Jeff. I thought I even brought it up on Vleeties last night where it's like, why would Jeff not get pinned at Hell in a Cell so that, you know, they keep him strong, but then he loses to AJ the following night. So I'm just kind of in this zone of like, we need to either protect Jeff. When is Jeff getting the big gold belt again, man? What are we doing? One more song, but it's not Elias. Vleeties, Nikki Cross has a new theme song. There is still no high quality uploads that I can find. WWE music is slacking. I think they tested it out and they weren't going to use it, but they better use it. 
Ladies, listen to this gem right here. Nikki Cross. A two-time women's tag team champion, Joe. Nikki Cross will be the perfect addition to Team Raw for Survivor Series. You know, when you talk about a wild card, you talk about unorthodox. Well, you will find this, like this picture right next to both of those words. And ladies, this Win all day for Monday night. <laughs> Sorry, ladies. I've been singing that all week. Yeah, I like that song. I mean, she... I don't know what her new gimmick is. Does she have a different gimmick? Because that doesn't really seem like... I was in what Kevin's inner circle for years, and he is the reason that I started podcasting. Ladies, the gimmick is she's on quarantine, and she's waiting all day for Monday night for Raw. That's her new song. Sonic Chino said, Cheer 100. This is something entertaining you missed from NXT, star, star, star. What? Ladies, you watched it. What's he talking about? Who's the star? Uh, I'm not seeing what he posted. I, I don't have the chat open right now to save some bandwidth, but I will say... He's probably talking about um, Cameron Grimes. Cameron Grimes and Dexter Loomis had a House of Horrors match, and there were zombies and shit. It was so creepy, Kevin. It was just like Halloween. It was like Vermintide. Oh, my God. Were there rats there? Well, ladies, we're going to run down AEW beginning to end. But first, tell me every awesome. Let's read this NXT Super Chat from Gino from earlier then. Tell me if this was awesome. He said, Cheer 100, Ghostface came out. Who was that? Ghostface Killa from Wu-Tang? Yeah, it was Wu-Tang. Well, actually, he means Red Man came out. He wasn't officially in Wu-Tang, but, like, he was part. No, so Ghostface from Scream. Somebody came out in a Scream mask to help Johnny Gargano. Red and... Man was definitely officially in Wu-Tang. Where is this coming from? Method Man, <laughs> Red Man. Like, they basically named each other after each other. Was he officially in it? I'd yeah. like to get it confirmed. Can we go to the, can I use the red challenge flag? 36 Chambers. Was Red Man part of that? I think. Ladies, he was amazing. They had a double album, okay? Now, Biggie's double album was better, but that doesn't mean theirs was bad. Now, Gino. Biggie had a rap album? Ladies, I still don't know who Ghostface is. This is your fault. Gino said, Chair 100, Ghostface. Oh, Scream. Ghostface came out to help Candace like he or she did. What? He or she. Oh, okay. Like he or she did for Johnny. Ladies, there's a Scream character running around with a knife. What's happening? Yes, it was awesome. You would love it because it really was. <laughs> it's Halloween, all right? Halloween havoc. Shit was crazy on NXT tonight. They really, they did a good job. WCW used to do Halloween Havoc, and they would have, like, graveyard matches, and that would be the only crazy thing. This was, yes, we have Halloween, but we also have Havoc, and it was insane. I, I couldn't even keep my eyes focused. Shit was bouncing all over the walls. So, yeah. I, and the ghost, face, the ghost face thing, whatever, somebody came out and helped Johnny, and then they failed trying to help Candice LeRae, which is kind of a bummer, but... It was still a fun show from top to bottom, start to finish. And uh, Pat McAfee, you, this is one of my favorite moments of NXT that Ooh. I've seen. And I was watching it live on Twitch before Twitch got eviscerated. And uh, <laughs> Pete Dunne returned. And it was like, Pete Dunne's going to help Kyle O'Reilly. We're having a fun moment. And then guess what? Guess who's in the pocket of millionaire Pat? Pete Pat, Dunne! What the hey, fuck? The, that guy, the little short fat fuck? It, dude, it was nuts. You what would love fuck? it. He looks actually way skinnier now. He actually looks like he got kind of Didn't sick. he rape women in England? No, that was Tyler Bate, but I hope he makes a return soon as well. Oh, Bate and Don. What was my big joke about that? Some jerk-off joke? Bate versus... I can't remember. The other uh, guy was Trent Seven. I think you had him involved in there, too. That was Preston, ladies. All right, we're going to watch exactly what... And that's Trent question mark, not Trent Seven. So ladies, oh, yeah. you didn't even watch AEW. You miss it one week. You forget who everyone is. <laughs> but, but, but I'll tell you all about it. First, let's see Pat McAfee on NXT tonight. This sounds exciting. 
after NXT TakeOver 30 when I put on a show that stole I the- love this fucking guy. What? They have a Thunderdome. What the fuck? Dude, <laughs> this whole Capital Wrestling Center was rocking. They have the wrestlers in the arena, in the arena to yell and shit. But then they also have the screens so the fans are there. And it was just nuts. And it was smoky the whole night because of the pyro. It was just a nuts show. And these... Uh, Pat McAfee, he was getting nuclear heat, man. He was like Lana. Ladies, that's fake heat. It's not living room audio you're hearing. It's fucking fake. The show. That's Kazarian, dude. What the hell is Kazarian doing there? He shaved his head. In my first time. (laughs) Is Matt Hardy going to pause it and pause the multiverse right now? What the fuck? In the ropes. Adam Cole didn't come over and say congratulations. Ladies, I'm a bigger fan of Pat McAfee than you. I watched Pat McAfee a year ago after I lost my third family. A year and a half ago now, ladies, it keeps happening these months. And I would watch Pat McAfee all the time. You had to see him on wrestling to like him, huh? No, you're, you're correct. And I still listen to Rich Eisen, even though his buddy Chris Brockman is, like, intolerable on Twitter. And I had to unfollow him. I was like, I'm getting to that point where it's like, I don't know if these guys just exist to piss me off. But I love their show. So I, I, I should just be listening to Pat McAfee, but for some reason... The little kid in me is still looking up to Rich Eisen like, how do I get to where you're at? But I don't want to turn into a complete idiot. Chris Brockman could be the worst name I've ever heard. This is like what Coca uh, Bana thought Scotty Goldman sounded like. like. Chris Brockman in my head, if I got told that, I'd just go home. Then for <laughs> years, people would be like, that's a good name. You could have got over. Relations? No, there's no gold in it. It's Brock. Oh. He didn't come over and say, I appreciate what Ladies, you... Ladies, are those the AAA tag titles? Because Kenny Omega had the AAA world title on AEW tonight. Why is he bringing that out again? I know, he never lost that, right? He's been the, the AAA major champion or whatever. Like, why is he bringing that back out? Are, I are can't they trying believe to be... you know that. I, well, he brought it out because he's not wrestling Phoenix. And he beat Phoenix for it. And he wanted to taunt Phoenix, even though he's not wrestling him. So this show's stupid. I don't, it doesn't even have a Thunderdome. AEW is like enraging in the last 10 minutes because you've already had to watch it for an hour and 50 minutes and it ain't over yet. Well, and I, so I'm watching NXT on Twitch with everybody and I'm hearing that AEW is pre-recorded. And I go, what? Why would they go pre-recorded up against awesome fun Halloween night? You'd think they'd be like, ooh, spooky Halloween dynamite. Brandy Rhodes could be dressed up as something. Like the, it's all written there. The bunny could be the bunny. Like there, there's things that AEW could have done to have a Halloween show, but they're just like fuck Halloween. Well, they had Abaddon. She was gonna Halloween it up, and then she died. Did you hear about the serious injury? I was panicking. I was Reby Sky trying to get answers. No one. Tony Khan will never tell you an, an injury. Matt Hardy had an obvious concussion in front of us. He tells us it never existed. He'll fucking lie to you. He and Muslims don't know what a concussion is yet. They're back in the fucking Middle Ages still. They're fucking each other. It's an inbred nation of nations. Ladies, I apologize. Well, no, and, uh, I wanted to just say, like, uh, Lance Archer had COVID. You know, like, that, that's one of the other things. It's like, WWE, it kind of slips out when somebody gets COVID. AEW has really kept that shit under wraps. So if there is an injury, they don't tell anybody. Well, they're and a small business. COVID. Like, there's more employees at, at pro wrestling tees. Who's going to talk? It's all a bunch of marks who love each other. They fuck each other at Belmont Grove. <laughs> we are marks. Abaddon was supposed to make it Halloween tonight, but she had an injury. I panicked. I couldn't get details. I just read, she's going to make a full recovery from this serious injury we rushed her to the hospital over. Like, full recovery. No shit. She's not dead. That's all that means. Full recovery. We didn't know what the injury was or what went on. Apparently, there was an elbow to her neck, ladies, and she's not okay yet, and I'm sad. Ladies, I have pictures of her as a cam whore. Yeah, cosplaying cam whore. And when one of my 
uh, pictures from my folders gets an injury in real life, it's heartbreaking. So I needed this uh, knot tied. It was an un it was a un what is it I looking for? Please, it was an untied knot, and now it's tied. I hope she's okay when she's coming back. Maybe that's what this show was missing. We had to squeeze in, yeah, Lance Archer sitting up in the stands with COVID during an Ab what should have been an Abaddon match, a squash. Uh, you know, the entire reason like I went NXT tonight was just because, first of all, it just seemed more fun. Like AEW, even with this tournament, I'm just kind of like, I'm at the point now where we've, we've done all the things we could have done. I just watched Pentagon lose again. And you know what? It was like, I don't want to deal with another watching my favorite wrestler. You don't lose. care about Abaddon? What if she's really hurt? She's seriously injured, Bleedies. See, if I didn't care, no one would. No, you're right. Well, here's the thing. When, I, when she makes her debut and she's all creepy and scary, she was 0-1, which I was like, oh, this chick's already lost. So she made a fun debut, and we were scared. But at the same time, I've been fine without her this entire time. It's how I feel about Elias. I've been so good without you. And now that you want to come back, you want to come back now? And then you get hurt? You want me to be sad? No, she left us. We, Fuck her. I'd do anything to be young and dumb like you, Bleedies. In 2003, <laughs> Ryan Van Fleet, which is you, Bleedies, if you're too dumb to remember with what you just said about Apodon, he would have been fine without Randy Orton because he wouldn't have known about the white wristbands. Randy Orton just wouldn't have been there. You still would have had Triple H. Everything's okay. Oh, no. Abaddon's bigger than Orton long term. I she's the greatest women's wrestler of all time in 20 years. And I'm the only one who sees it. I'm the one who, only one who loves her. Ladies, before you prove me wrong, let's finish this Pat McAfee clip. <laughs> I know you're going to remind me Abaddon's fat. It's going to you know, ruin what I just said. But she's going to lose that weight by 2026. Right? Just did to me in here. Ladies, she has dead dad weight. I'd appreciate it if you didn't make fun of her for it. All right, here we go. Me all I could handle in this match. No, no, no. That scumbag Adam Cole stood in the ring and flexed on top of me. I walked out of the ring that night. I was sore. I was tired, okay? Probably should have lost. I think Max Buck had a better promo tonight, ladies. You missed the Young Bucks promo for this? I did see Max Buck sitting in a chair uh, and telling me that, look, my ankle's hurt. And then his brother's like, what's his brother's name, Kyle? Like, you can't even play with the kids, man. Can't play with your kids, man. Uh, that was an amazing promo. You're correct. However, I enjoyed the Pat McAfee spitting daggers, talking about how rich he is, wearing a sleeveless uh, for the brand shirt. I don't know. I just liked NXT from top to bottom. Even the boring cruiserweight match, I enjoyed. It is kind of troublesome, ladies, that you haven't watched Pat McAfee yet, but you're still watching Rich Eisen. Uh, you're so stubborn. So, no, I don't get more why. I don't either. Pounds made a couple rookie mistakes. It's because I watch Pat McAfee, huh? And you hate me. No, it's not that. Because you've turned me on several things. Like, I'm, I've been listening to. I'm still listening to the first Elvis Costello record. It's not. I. I hate I that one. My aim is true. No, this year's model, his second one, is what I consider the first one. Selena Gomez listens to the first one, like the Jonas Brothers. Like that's fag shit. The second one is when the attractions <laughs> came. Steve Naive. Won the auditions for organist. It has the beat as track three. Pump it up, track four. Felidius, we know track two. And we know track one's no action. Is that the album? Uh, you know what? I'm going to have to listen to the second one because I was just about oh, to say, fuck. I haven't even made it past it yet because I love it so much. I just want to stick with it. And you've turned me on to several things. It's not fair for you to say you haven't. I mean, I listen to We Hit and Run. There's so <laughs> many things I picked up just from listening to that. But Pat McAfee seems to be an acquired taste. No, the only thing you picked up listening to me was Jim and them, my brother. And then you never look back like everyone else. 
Ladies, my name is true is overrated. All right, here we go. A private plane back home to Indianapolis. All I could think about was how big of a bum Adam Cole was. <laughs> and I couldn't come back down flight. here and handle him myself. I couldn't do All it. All I could think about was face fucking the shit out of him. I would have sent Adam Cole a selfie with that. <laughs> that was our match. I'm going to face fuck the shit out of you next time. Call to a man who's a... More handsome. All right, ladies, I've seen enough of Halloween Havoc. I watch AEW, not Halloween Havoc. Sure, at the end of AEW, I was wishing I watched Halloween Havoc, but I didn't. Ladies, <laughs> did you know that Christopher Daniels is the AEW talent relations guy? I had no idea. I did not know that. That's actually, I mean, I know he's the oldest member of their roster, so uh, besides Jake Roberts and the rock and roll guys. But that makes sense. He seems like he'd be perfect for that. It is. Per but what about the fact that Jim Ross is there? Why can't he do it? Oh, is it because Jim Ross hates all the talent? Yeah, Jim Ross would not hire half these fucking guys. He would walk up to Abaddon and go, uh, I, I like the face paint and the eyes, but, you know, we got to do something about this middle portion here and uh, come back in about six, seven months. We'll have something for you. There is something likable about Christopher Daniels, even after he's done the worst things I've ever seen in wrestling. Like that, <laughs> like, hot sauce character you showed me that you love. And the Curry man. <laughs> Curry man. <laughs> hot sauce character. <laughs> I think I have a better name for him. The hot sauce character. Character is never in a character's name, and I don't get that. It should be there. <laughs> but also, when he then he's on BTE being like the old man, and that's their big joke. Old people suck. So I always skip his shit. Actually, I skip, uh, what is it, Spanglish, that bullshit, every time. I couldn't skip anything faster than Spanglish on BTE. Hey, I'm this guy, and we're going to teach you Spanglish. Ortiz ain't funny, and his brother's a deaf mute as far as I'm concerned, because I've skipped it before he's talked every time. But Fleeties, I don't know why I'm... Oh, yeah, Christopher Daniels. He does seem very personable. Even though I hate him, I feel like I like him. Like, that was the point of all that. I hate everything he's ever done. I still feel like I like him, like, as a person. So he is perfect. That, that's what I'm looking for in my talent relations, Fleeties. That's why I hired, hired Tyler Spida. Yeah, with, with Christopher Daniels, he is in that role where, yeah, you're right. He's just such a natural heel. Like, throughout his entire wrestling career, it's been easy to hate him. There's never really been. Because I remember my first exposure to him was when he was the, the X Division champion, and he was trying to call himself Mr. TNA, and he was, like, wearing a suit. Did he and do guns like, like Jeff Hardy? What did he do, Bleedies? Didn't he do some stupid shit with his Here it is. Oh, yeah. PL. He did this thing. He would do this. He would have his hand like this, like a gun, and then go. <sighs> That's so stupid. That no sound. Hey, everyone on the podcast. I, we felt it, Fleeties. We know. But what's worse, Christopher Daniels or Brandon Cutler? Brandon Cutler will smear tribal taint paint on his head and go lose to the librarian. Like He's one of the worst fucking characters. We know the real you, Brandon. You're a big dork who has to edit the videos. You're the backup camera guy. You're the camcorder guy. You're not like a character. You don't get to have that paint on your face. It's a joke. All right, you're you. Go out there as Brandon Cutler and lose. Don't go out there as a tough guy and lose because you're not one. But Fleeties, he does look strong on BTE. I, you know, when I when I watched a little BTE, just a, mi a minute of it a couple of days ago, and, you know, Brandon was like, I thought they were going to come and watch my match. And he was wearing this tunic and, like, had face paint. And I was like, this guy's trying way too fucking hard. It's exactly I, like, the thought. And especially since we see that real guy all the time and we know what he is, just put on bell bottoms and film things. Like, why are you being a character? Just don't be face paint character. I mean, you could wear a hat. Maybe wear a cowboy hat and bring a lasso with you. And maybe I would take it a little more seriously. But, you know, I'm going to have my tunic. I'm going to have my war paint. I'm like, what's the fucking, what's the gimmick there? Are you Damage from, uh, from Ohio Valley Wrestling? Like, I don't understand what he thinks he's trying to do with that face paint. He's not Jeff Hardy. He's not Sting. Like, there's no, 
there's no rhyme or reason to having any pain. It's not like Ronda Rousey when she had like the cool eye stuff. It's Brandon Cutler because he has there's nothing about him better use of face paint. Ladies, he's playing an extra from the Love Lockdown video. Kanye's running for president, okay? So we start uh, Dynamite tonight with MJF and Wardlow backstage. I liked this. Sammy was even in it, and I was proud of our son here. But MJF says, if Wardlow wins this title tournament, was he talking to Dasha? No, uh, when she comes up, I have, to, I have a gripe with her, ladies. I'll pick it with you since she's not here. Never. But a MJF says, if Wardlow wins this title tournament, then it's MJF's title because everything that belongs to Wardlow belongs to me. He's his handler. But then Sammy Guevara walks in, and Sammy's like a good guy for a second. He's like, you'll never join the inner circle. Throws down his jacket, and MJF's like, I'm surprised Sammy didn't go. It was me all along that didn't want you in. It's always him all along, despite there being no mystery. But MJF <laughs> goes, I, uh, oh, I'm glad you're here. I had a note for you in your promos. Don't. <laughs> Ladies, let's watch this. This is the same shit I want to say. Did you see the beginning, ladies, or was it later when you switched to AEW? Uh, it was. I didn't see the entire. So I didn't watch most. Of, I, I I had it in the little screen. So for everyone who's not who everyone didn't who didn't see it, I was live on Twitch slash Real Vladies, and I had a big WWE Halloween Havoc, and then I had a little bitty AEW in the corner. So I saw some of what was happening on AEW. But I didn't get to watch like the actual match. And I, I did hear a moment of Jim Ross doing commentary. And I was like, wow. When you hear like out of context Jim Ross doing commentary, he really does not give a fuck. Oh, it was extra bad tonight. He sounded like WrestleMania 27. He was absolutely exhausted. And it was like a, it sounded like the other commentators were embarrassed a little. And Tony Schiavone, he's the most half-assed guy. I, I at least believe that Jim Ross has passion for wrestling. I think Tony Schiavone hates wrestling. And he's only here as a fucking power money grab himself. Oh, people still like me even though I hate them? I'll be there. All right, ladies, let's watch the beginning of AEW tonight. I need to see when Sammy Guevara got told how the fuck it is. All right, here we go, ladies. Let's watch my favorite song, too. Wardlow, if you win this tournament... That is Dasha! Ladies, is that... You told me this is the Dasha from WWE. I've never seen this person in my life. I have no idea who this person is, Bleedies. So, uh, what was Darce is maybe I thought D uh, Dasha was Charlie, who was amazing. Now that Renee Young's gone, I can tell all the dark-haired ones apart. Dasha's gone. Charlie's left. Best voice, perfect delivery, never awkward or uncomfortable. She can sit there for a 17-second Kevin Dunn silence, and not and it I won't be like cringing. Something that she's electric. Now, Dasha here, she ain't her. Dasha sucks. What's so good about her? What do you like? Did she ever do an interview on WWE or is she someone else? Uh, she used to do interviews on WWE. I don't. Um, I know that when she went, she did like her first live show. She really fucked it up. Now, Charlie is the best. I remember, I think you even came around or somebody did about Renee Young, like lost that job and now Charlie's in her place. And Charlie probably does an actual better job. I mean, she works on first take on ESPN. Like she, she's really good at being that person on the pre-show and stuff. And she's good backstage. Uh, and plus she's a fitness model. She looks, looks great. Now Dasha is a, another version of that. I just really liked Dasha. Cause I was like, who's this, who's this cutie patootie on SmackDown that gets no love. And then the next thing I knew she was fired. It's hard to say anyone's better than Renee, but if anybody's close, then it's definitely Charlie Caruso. Now, Dasha, find your voice. Hold the mic right. Stand up tall. Stop leaning down into the mic. You're holding it. Bring it up to your mouth. Right, that you could possibly become the AEW world champion. Oh, they just got to turn her up. This is, 
AEW's production fault. They got the fake crowd and the real cloud crowd super loud. We can't even hear the poor girl. She's got a broadcaster voice in there. Right. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Let's just get something straight here. I am so proud of Wardlow and all he's about to accomplish after he defeats one of the greatest stars here in all elite wrestling in Hangman Adam Page. But if he wins this tournament and he beats the champion, I become the AEW world champion because Wardlow's under contract with me, which means his property is my property. Isn't that right, Wardlow? Yeah, you got it. He <laughs> didn't mean play. that. He's un under contract with Mr. Brody Lee secretly. Mm -hmm. What a nice way to There he is. Please, look, he's tough, and I'm not even like, I kind of almost believe it. There's something about MJF being such a great evil person that Sammy trying to stand up to him makes me like him a little. Uh, yeah. This version of MJF, for some reason, I like. It must be the Jericho ness when when he's around Jericho. I don't know if he gets nervous or something, but when he's hanging out with the other indie guys, it's working. You're right. Yeah, we've been we've never criticized MJF as much as we have during these Jericho segments recently. Of course, I came around quick and I had to explain to you why they're perfect. But here we go. Hey, little buddy, what are you doing here, man? Nice jacket. No, cut the shit. Screw this jacket. I'm not your buddy. Screw this jacket. Yeah, I'm Ali not sure, buddy. Aaliyah, you're just a dumb girl. I'm not your friend, and tonight I'm gonna make sure you never join. Why me. is Dominic better than Sammy? Oh yeah, because he's Rey Mysterio's son. He's third generation, and he's great. Sorry, Bleedies. Inner circle. It is blood. No, 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 no. It's okay, big guy. Go over there and warm up for your match. Yeah, I'll handle this little shit. Fuck hey, him. little guy. Where's all this hostility coming from, man? I thought we were pals. And to think, you know, I was gonna give you some advice. You know, last week. That attack you had on Matt Hardy, it was very, very nice. I think that was three weeks ago, but this is taped. But I had a note for you on your promos. Don't. <laughs> oh, oh, what's the matter? <laughs> the guy who looks like he sells Adderall to middle schoolers is upset? <laughs> oh, ladies, the guy who looks like he sells Adderall to middle schoolers. Oh, I love it. I, I think uh, he might have cut the perfect Sammy Guevara promo tonight. MJF did. Uh, you know, he kind of did. I really like that, you know, the thing about cutting promos, don't. This is MJF at his finest when he has to sit there with Jericho, and Jericho's going back and forth. I just, it's, it loses me. So this is perfect. When Sammy came back from his suspension, everyone in the locker room told him, stop being Sammy Guevara. No, they said don't. Where's all this hostility coming from, man? I thought we were pals. And to think, you know, I was going to give you some advice. You know, last week... That attack you had on Matt Hardy, it was very, very nice. But I had a note for you on your promo. Because of my 10-year-old son. Don't. Oh, oh, what's the matter? The guy who looks like he sells Adderall to middle schoolers is upset? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no, the kid who can't act is trying to look upset. Now, Sammy does suck. Put him next to greatness. It's more fucking visible than ever. What was I thinking? Oh, what, what are you going to do about it, huh? What are you, deaf? Is your no. nose itchy? I'm thinking about all the things I'm going to do about it. Oh, wow. Fuck you. How about the start with turning your hat around? That'd be the first thing I'd do about it if I was as gay as you. This guy has the fucking dynamite diamond ring on his pinky, and you're trying to get in his fucking face. Choke him with that scarf. Daniel Bryan that scarf around his neck right now and get fired for it. It's worth it. This is real. 
Yeah, okay, don't look at Wardlow like that either. No one's believing this. Bleedies, what was I thinking praising this fuck? Look, he's trying to stare down Wardlow without Jake Hager behind him, Bleedies. Uh, yeah, I don't understand. I, I like, you're right, that Sammy is kind of, it is interesting that his character would be the one to come in and do this. He probably sees he's losing his place in the inner circle if MJF gets added to it. Uh, but you're right, it is kind of like, I, I, I don't get it. I don't want, and what is Sammy's motivation anyway? Are we sure what it, do we know what it is? Oh, ladies, we, you didn't find out tonight? Well, actually, no, we didn't find out his motivation, but did you find out what happened at the town hall yet? No, oh, I watched some of the town hall. I saw Eric Bischoff come out. I thought that was fun. But uh, then we we got back to the real stuff. Oh, the, wait till you hear this. I have it all written for you. All right, we'll get to it. First, we have Wardlow versus Adam Page in pants. You know how we feel about that? I actually forget. Do we like it? Because the first time I see it, I always think, that's stupid. Then I'm like, wait, I think I liked his pants. There is something great about the cowboy page wearing pants now. I don't know what our first review was, though. We must have been iffy on it, because I still am, but I see potential. I still miss those nice undies on him, though. Yeah, I remember he, during um, one of the pay-per-views, uh, I think it was the last pay-per-view, he brought those out, and they were talking about, he's got the long boys tonight. And <laughs> I, I like him, too. I like he's got the chaps look. Uh, I just, you know, we're, we're traditionalists. When we can get undies, we take them. Uh, not me, ladies. Shawn Michaels better not put on undies. Remember when Triple H switched to undies? Oh, yeah, you were dead. You weren't even born yet. Fleeties, <laughs> Triple H was only good in pants. We hate undies. But war remember when Triple H wore the three-fourth length or whatever down the thigh? Was that your favorite Triple H? Yeah, I don't know why he was wearing, like, Under Armour compression shorts. Like, under, like, because it went, it, it was over on his thighs. But, like, he would put on just regular, like, compression shorts. And then he would put on his trunks, and it was like an odd look. He, I, I don't know if he was trying to make it a thing, uh, but it didn't work. He, he should try it again, though. We have a new Adam Page thing. Tonight, he debuted his Bret Hart. You know how Bret Hart would put people in figure fours around the post? Well, Adam Page was on the top rope, and Wardlow wanted to choke slam him off or something. He's grabbing him by the neck. Adam Page grabbed his, got wrist control, grabbed his arm, fell back out of the ring holding his arm, gave him an arm bar, with Adam Page's, sh like, he's hanging over the top, his shoulders on the apron. Now, the ref doesn't understand what a special moment this is. He's counting twice as fast. One, two, three, four. Break it up. No, we need to hold this move a while. This is the first time he did it, so dumb ref might need to be told next time that this is now Adam Page's favorite move. It's his trademark move. It'll be in the game. It looks so perfect with the pants, too. Maybe the pants, the new move, this is the cowboy we've been waiting for. He does seem a little more cowboyish. Yeah, I do enjoy the pants make more sense for a cowboy. Cowboys aren't showing their thighs. Then, uh, I don't care what James Storm says. We had two consecutive buckshot lariats to drop Wardlow, ladies. Now, not only did it drop him to his back, it took two to put him on the mat, but it was also enough for a three. So first time he fell, it was over. And then uh, Adam Page had his favorite alcohol beverage, a beer. He chugged it. Then we got to see Eddie <laughs> Kingston, ladies. Eddie Kingston tells the camera guy to get the fuck out of this ring. Get out of my world. You didn't train to be in here. I don't care if they told you to be in here. It's the camera that's never on him anyway. He's always looking at the other one, the hard cam. So he kicked out this other guy. And then after the guy left the ring, Eddie Kingston just goes, I don't like that. I don't like him being in here. So Eddie Kingston starts talking about how he's going to be champ. Then he faces Matt Seidel, ladies. Here we go. The guy that fell on his neck that time it was hilarious. Yeah. And Evan Bourne sucked. Matt Seidel was funny. Let's see if, what, what, if they can actually make something out of him. And Matt Seidel, during his entrance, maybe you've seen this before, he points at his fucking forehead six or seven times. Like, imagine if he had to walk down a WWE ramp that's a real length. He'd just be pointing at his forehead 
30 to 40 fucking times. This guy had to walk 10 feet. Remember this? Remember this? What does it even mean? Stop do- Is that what you fell on at the pay-per-view? Stop pointing at your stupid <laughs> head. <laughs> that was, so that's actually a callback, and I don't know why he is referring to it, but it's, uh, it's from Impact. It was like 2017 or 2018 Impact. He did a gimmick where he was the, I think he was the X Division champion, and Josh Matthews was his spirit guide or some shit. And I know, my favorite part is Sonic Gino wrote this in my chat earlier saying that he loved it. It's like, no, it was fucking so terrible. But, you know, he was working on opening his third eye. And yeah, like he would wear like a silly mask to the ring. Like, my spirit animal this week is a lion. Like, it was an awful gimmick. And I love that he shows up in AEW two or three years later. And that's all he remembers to do is right here, Kevin. What's this? What are you seeing? Third eye, baby. That sounds like something that werewolf guy would do. They used to be in WWE. The guy that parachuted his legs off. What the fuck? And also, your third eye's in the back of your head, you fucking idiot. Nobody's <laughs> third eye's in the front of their head. That's the dumbest part of your brain. Wake wake up! I'm talking everyone, not just him, ladies. Eddie Kingston's going to win the title. But first, he has to beat Matt Seidel. He squeezes that dot off his forehead. Beats him with that awesome crossface move. And uh, that was a quick one, Bleedies. It might have been long, but it flew by for me. It wasn't enough, Eddie Kingston. Why can't Eddie Kingston also do commentary for his matches? He's so great. Then we see FTR and Tully. This is where you checked in for a second. FTR and Tully cut a promo on a large family rocking chair. And then the Young Bucks are via satellite with Excalibur. And for some reason, FTR got about 12 seconds, and then Max Buck got a minute and a half to talk about how we took out the trash. I don't know what he was talking about. But the best part of the whole thing was Tully's jacket. Can I buy that on Pro Wrestling Tees? He had like a bomber jacket that had Tully in cursive. Bleedies, how come the Ric Flair font works better with Tully's name? You know, I was thinking, that I, I always, he's worn that jacket before, but it does make sense. Like, yeah, it is funny that Ric Flair were just known for being Nature Boy with the robe. But those four horsemen, those three other horsemen, I mean, they had awesome shit too. They were styling a profile as well. So yeah, it definitely was working on Tully. And now I feel like maybe Rick is the one who sold his soul to the devil. And these other guys were be really being held down. None of us even remember who the fourth horseman even is. He did. In the 90s, we knew Ric Flair was a fucking villain. And it took the whole WWE machine in two decades to make him a hero again. I'm not convinced. Oh, he lost 10 pounds. Good for him. He almost died twice. That ain't enough. He's evil. Charlotte knew it. Sorry, Bleedies. So FDR's there. And Tully has that great jacket. But also, if I could buy that jacket, I'd buy it. If, and also, I want to buy, like, a Max Buck wig. Like, this, the dark-haired young buck, he has the perfect hair. I wish the fiend had his hair. It's like this poofy, comes-down type of deal. I complimented it once, and he's been wearing it ever since, and now I want to buy it off him. I want to scalp him. So, Vlidis, we have the hair versus the jacket. Max Buck starts saying, <clears throat> you know, what the fuck, man? Our behavior's been, like, our uncharacteristic and shit. But, like, but listen, people, the old young bucks are back. Will this be their undoing? What the fuck? So, Vlidis, first he talks about how they're doing uncharacteristic things. Then he says, no, it's just the old Young Bucks are back. Which is it? Because I never saw the old Young Bucks. And, but if they're being the old Young Bucks, wouldn't that be characteristic? I have no fucking clue what was going on with, with that promo. I just checked in for a little bit. I don't know what's been going on with the Young Bucks these past couple weeks. My favorite part is that uh, dark-haired Jackson can't play with his kids. I mean, that's the only thing I learned tonight is that he can't play with his kids. How is he going to go into full gear if he can't play with his kids? I think his promo is about everything you said. We just don't. It's about a fan not knowing what he's doing. It's so uncharacteristic, even though they're being the young, the old young bucks, the old bucks. But, please, uh, then we see this great moment. 
that Cody already did. Max Buck says, if we lose this match, we'll never challenge again. We're never going to fight for this belt again. The ladies, are they going to lose like Cody did? And then we can have all the vice presidents never fighting for belts again. Is that the company plan? It just took a while. I think so. Maybe that's what the plan is, where you do kind of want to make it clear that, hey, we're, we're doing this for the boys. This isn't necessarily for us. So it, we're okay if we lose and never get another chance at the championship. Or, I mean, we're past the one-year mark. Maybe the Young Bucks are finally ready to win that those belts and go, hey, look, at least we waited a year. Give us a fucking break. Gino in the chat said, PJ Black, ROH, Justin Gabriel, WWE. How's that sound? That's a real the name to a real wolf. company. The ladies, these fucking other companies don't even count. I'm sick of the hearing bunny. I'm, I'm watching AEW since the jump. Down since day one-ish. I ain't watching ROH once, ever. They had Coca Ban, I wouldn't watch them. Ladies, Tony Schiavone and Dasha are introduce us to the Inner Circle Town Hall. This is crazy. Yeah, so this I had all my Dasha notes here. Oh, she ain't unique enough. I don't recognize her. <laughs> Who the fuck is she? But then Luchasaurus get So this town hall, I was kind of curious how it would go. I had no idea. I find, kind of feel stupid. Like, the whole time, ladies, what we find out at the end of this is that we've just been watching a setup to a match just in a unique way. Very different path to get to a match. I love it. So we've been watching a, a, a program, okay, between MJF and Jericho. Rather than them stealing jackets and ripping them up and saying, I'm going to beat you. I'm great. I'm the ruler. Well, I'm the demo god. Rather than having it be adversarial, it becomes competitive in a friendly way. And I like that because these are two heels that are also two baby faces. So how do you book it? I mean, this is going to be a friendly competition. And how is it going to end, ladies? It's official. MJF versus Jericho at full gear. Jericho said, if you win, you're in the inner circle. So does Jericho have a Fozzie tour? Is he giving inner circle away in his last match before going? Maybe. I kind of, maybe that's exactly what's going to happen. Maybe Chris is ready to, to tap out of wrestling for a little bit. He's had, I mean, he's had a good year with AEW and even the lead up before getting into actual dynamite. I mean, he really, he really has put that company on his back. Maybe he is ready for some time off. I know that he just donated money to the Trump campaign. So maybe he's getting a lot of heat from the boys, but uh, it is what it is. I think maybe, yeah, this is a good chance for MJF to get a win that he desperately needs. And Jericho has a way out. I didn't know what a town hall would be till I saw it. And when it starts with Luchasaurus asking the first question, I immediately had very low hopes. He, he did that thing where he says words that aren't that big. But he's a dinosaur, so they are big words. But he's not a dinosaur, so they're not big words. It's a big circle of shit. So he's, he ruined it. I'm like, fuck, this is a town hall. I forgot what a town hall was. I skip those when the presidents do them. I want to see him fight. So he got the first question, and I immediately am out. But then Britt Baker has a question, and I'm back in. Britt Baker's amazing. Even that girl, let's watch this. That, what's that girl with her name, Vleeties? You know her name. Dasha. No, Vleeties, with Britt <laughs> Baker. It's Rebel. How did you know that? I was just kidding. Yeah, Vleeties. Yeah, Rebel. You know what? This is so preposterous. While I've been out here this whole time, I've been getting booed. I've been getting. Oh, this is after the questions. We'll still watch this when we get to it. At a certain point, MJF's had a fucking enough of getting criticized by every questioner. But yeah, when Britt Baker came out, her friend really liked Jericho, said he had a nice smile, and she was doing the cutest little goofy, dumb idiot laugh. She should play the librarian. She's a big dork. And then Britt's like, You're embarrassing me, a fucking cunt. Jericho, you're smiling that good. Come to my dentist office. I'll fix it. She should have said that, but she didn't. And she went on to ask, like, how's your dick? I don't know. Something about his dick size. Why is it smaller than Nyla's? I saw the leaks. And then, he, Brett, and then Jericho said, well, it's bigger than Brett Favre's. You saw his leaks. None of this happened. But Britt Baker asked a question, 
and it was awesome. Then we had Eric B. come out, ladies, Eric Bischoff. That was awesome. But uh, was it? Because think about what we saw. Eric Bischoff, Chris Jericho, and Tony Schiavone in one segment. That's a good way to say it. Thank you, <laughs> Rizzo. <laughs> Thank you, Rizzo. He'll be hanging on Tyler Spider's channel tonight. I know it. He's always with us. But, Valides, uh, yeah, we had Tony Schiavone, Bischoff, and Jericho. Jericho, one of the greatest talents of all time. We knew it back in 98, 97, 99, 98 with Ralphus, 99. But we had to see Tony Schiavone call him a whiny crybaby, and I knew he meant it. He wasn't working. He hated Jericho. He thought he was a bum. Bischoff thought he was a nothing bum. He only paid him 200000 because he paid everyone that. That was like the going rate then. It's like how Heath Slater makes that now if he comes back to WWE. He was the Heath Slater. He was a big joke, and I loved him. And now, decades later, I should be happy to watch Eric Bischoff hailing him, basically, ringside, watching the demo god, having to be an extra in a Jericho scene. But it just bugged me. Like, this fucking shithead Tony Schiavone hated wrestling. He didn't know it was good. Bischoff especially didn't. These guys don't know what a wrestler is. Now they're just hanging on to this fuck 20 years later. He had to leave because of these two. I bet you it was because of them two, Vladies. Of course, that means because of Hulk Hogan, since he was puppeteering all of it. <laughs> well, and even, even the moment of Eric B. from Cody, Wyoming, I was like, oh, Bischoff! And then, yeah, you're right. It is like, okay, Bischoff's out here. but And it's a fun surprise. But we've also... Like, can you imagine if they did this all the time? It would lose its kind of specialty. It would lose its luster. And yeah, Shivani yelling, would you shut up? Like, some of this stuff, yeah, you're correct. It's just WCW. And I believe wholeheartedly after listening to Cody Rhodes on Rich Eisen the two times he's been on there, he just wanted to bring back WCW. And that's kind of what he's done exactly. Mm. I don't know, ladies, you had to be there. If WCW was Jericho as our champion... And he's and Bischoff is like ringside asking him questions. It'd be great. Instead, it was Bischoff in the ring holding a mic for Hogan every week. As Jericho was, we didn't see him. No, well, Jericho's our new Hogan. I mean, it, that, that's that's how we've come full circle. Is that we have the old? Uh, I mean, he's still in shape-ish, not as in shape as Hogan was, no, but no, not even close. He might not even be as athletic as Hogan was. It's weird. <laughs> it's very weird because I hated Hogan so much, but I still kind of love Jericho. Ladies, but that's the thing. My progression. At, from child to adult, has made me go from hating part-timers to loving them. You know I love Goldberg. You know when he was in the Thunderdome, I felt robbed. He should have been there live. But Eric Bischoff, when he came out, he said, MJF, what can you do for Inner Circle? MJF says friendship. And then Jericho asks MJF how we know he wants to stab them in the back. And this is where MJF loses his patience. We'll watch this clip in a moment. Also, keep in mind, ladies, Sammy Guevara is... <laughs> I think a hundred things a minute It's deep inside that I obstruct Sometimes I feel I shouldn't bother Can't you feel my feet? I find it hard to get your mind. 
my unanswered prayer. Is that a different song, ladies? I know they're both about our love that is secret. Yeah, this is, I think that's the Edge song, or the Christian song, isn't it? Our love it is, is such a secret, please, that you shouldn't even tell Ayako about it, because she doesn't even know. I have an Ayako shrine where my Hikiroshita shrine used to be. I'm finally admitting it. Vleeties, I love Hikiroshita, and then it turned into Ayako love. I blame Tony Khan. You know what it should be? It's probably Tony Khan's fault, but... Hikaru Shida is fighting Nyla Rose at full gear. What did I miss? Why is this happening? Did we not have anything else planned? So we were just like, I'll do that. Who cares? At WWE Shorty G on Twitter. It's weird that he uses that since he retired as Shorty G on SmackDown. Did that make it to Hulu Vleeties? Chad Gable had a whole fucking show to himself this week. But he still has at WWE Shorty G. And I had to tweet this shit. Look at this. Look at this chest hair on this. Nyla Rose versus Hikaru Shida. Complete with Nyla Ayako Aklayama. Darcy, I'm sorry for calling you names earlier. I was mad about AEW ending. I wanted it to continue forever. So thank you, Darcy. You're the best ever. And then he's going to play it again, and I'll hate him. Uh, this is Nyla Rose, bleeding. She's a guy fighting for a women's title again. Chest hair all up in here. And we're going to up that contrast ratio, bro. We're going to make sure that chest hair ain't shaved and we're accentuating it. Ladies, there's a blur brush. You see this cursor? This is what I do. Just do one of these. Scrub that out a little bit. We can make her look like a girl. Maybe draw some black hair, make some cleavage. Uh, we could make this a girl digitally after. It's the problem is she can't be a girl in real life. Um, you know, I, I'm not even... I'm looking at this area that you have highlight right here. And it, why is she in this fucking match? What are we doing? Why are we still doing with that? And I would like to point out, I've been avoiding looking at the fucking chat because I knew Maddie Spice would put the fucking winner of Big Brother in it. Why would you tell me in the chat? Why can't you just let me go watch it when I'm done? Ladies, you're talking like me. This is what they make us. This is what they want. <laughs> they want us to talk like this. They, they act like they like us, and then they just want us to whine, and they want to be the reason we feel pain. The world is, you don't, you don't understand the world, ladies, till you watch Alex Jones on JRE. These are interdimensional pedophiles. Broken freaking neck. Darcy, J-Tay, Nathan Weller. I see Chavez Hendricks. Hey, Chavez. Ladies, Chavez promised he'd be here. He said it on Monday, and he's here. He made it. Welcome, Chavez. And he says, I'm not feeling it. You know what? After reading that comment from Maddie, I'm a little bummed. I'm going to push on. Maddie, it's okay. Just in the future. Don't ever fucking do that. Ladies, you're failing it. But we're uh, thanks again. Who played that song? Was that Mage and Tweak played a sounder? Fire Fist Ace, thank you for playing a song. Ladies, I was about to play you our amazing segment with MJF, if I can find this. And keep in mind that we had Sammy Guevara in the ring. He gets to witness all this, and he's not learning. Uh, how is it so hard? What the fuck is that, ladies? Oh, it's my fantasy football team. I had a rough week, ladies. I think I lost the fucking segment we're looking for. Ladies, Sammy Guevara and MJF were in the ring together. Well, MJF cut this amazing promo I'm about to show you. And Sammy ain't learning nothing. All right, here it is. I've been getting thrown arrows at me like I'm some kind of Frankenstein's monster. Yeah, from Eric Bischoff and everyone else. Sorry, please. I forgot to set it up. He's had enough of being questioned. He's already proved his worth. He should be in the inner circle yesterday. All right. I'm a good person. I came out here as a sign of respect, Chris. As a leap of faith. I mean, come on, man. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Answer his question. How are we supposed to know that you're not going to stab us in the back? Hmm? Chris, you can't be serious. <laughs> Surprise, TWFS is being nice. How about you answer a question, Chris? Uh oh. 
Now we week have to watch Naya. Now, I have obviously made it very clear that I check every single box. I have done everything for you, ma'am. You're a Presence. mark. Huh? Huh? Great television. Too bad. Great you're a mark. And to top you're off, a last week, mark. I gave you the best segment of your whole entire career and the world the best segment in the history of all professional wrestling. I love this. I was thinking, is this going Friendship Festival, ladies? This stuff's about to get violent. We never saw this coming. He's about to dress down the whole inner circle. Oh, I was freaking out. Go to Sammy now. Tell him he sucks. So I ask you, Christopher, what exactly haven't I done? Come you on. haven't beat me. Oh, shit. What a moment. Jericho wrote this. He loves this. But I'm going to give you a chance. To he do didn't have Triple H there to rewrite it and ruin it. He, got to do, he gets to write whatever he wants. He can write a musical if he wants. There's no Paul Levesque to manly it up. Here we go. At full gear on November 7th. It's going to be MJ. Oh, my God, Vladis. Is Jericho going to die before full gear? No, do you know what? I think he will prosper. I think he will survive. We don't need to worry about Chris Jericho losing his life before full gear. However, that would be an interesting storyline. I don't know. I'm getting something here, dude. I'm getting something here. I'm getting a vision. Like Stephanie's senses. I think Jericho's going to die before full gear. I have nothing to do with it. I'm not going to leave my house. This is not a threat. I'm just getting a really bad feeling that my favorite wrestler is not going to be alive. I think it's because he looks really old. What are the chances, ladies? I better not be right. I'll kill myself. I have a feeling you're 100% wrong. I think he's going to die. I think he's already dead. Check on him. Where's Jericho Check right now? Him. He's dead in the jacuzzi. F. Of Marmosa. Did you put Marmosa in that thing yet? What the this fuck? is Chris Jericho one-on-one. On one. Send the Matt Hardy robot to check on him. It's a medic now. It's like fucking Ghost Recon Breakpoint. That game will never play again. And if you win, if you win, I'll allow you to join the inner circle. Oh, my God, ladies. So what is MJF's plan? Based on that reaction, it's to join inner circle. But I feel like this character just wants to betray someone so bad, but he can't betray Wardlow because it's his only muscle. So he's making new friends to betray them. They see it coming a mile away, but he's still hamming it up as much as possible. Bleedies, is this MJF trying to get even more evil by one-upping the evil mastermind Jericho in the end? You know what? It probably is. Because you're right. You're so right. Like, And Jericho has been kind of playing along, and maybe he's going to be the one who's like, no, I saw this coming the whole time, dude. Or it's going to be MJF, like, I was just using you, uh, and this was always the plan anyway. I can't believe you were so stupid and you fell for it. That way, in six months, Jericho can come back as a baby face. But I, ultimately, i got to be honest, I'm not digging this entirely. Like, I, I didn't think this was leading to a Jericho and MJF, like, just heel versus heel match for whatever reason. Chris, th this is the biggest opportunity in my life, and I am not taking it for granted. So See, yeah, he's being sarcastic, MJF. Like, when he'd walk away and go, loser. Best opportunity in my life. I can't wait. Loser. Can't wait to betray you. I'm going to let you know something man to man. I will do whatever it takes. But then your boy, 
Otis, he gets really mad. Look at this. Sammy and I don't want you in the inner circle. Sam Otis is freaking the fuck out. He remembers the orange juice falling on him. He just forgot who did it. He thought MJF did it. Now, him, look at Sammy being the worst ever, as usual. And they're going to have a tag match. Listen to this tag match and try not to laugh out loud. These little fucking <laughs> midgets think they're going to win this. Look at this. Ten of a bit might be somewhere in the middle, and Jake is too busy getting ready for a fight. But don't you believe for one second, because Chris is entertaining you, that you have a shot to get in with us. Uh, uh, we're playing this too much. We're going to lose our account like you. Ladies, basically, it's going to be he challenges Ortiz and Sammy once MJF and Wardlow. What? Is that going to be 10 seconds? Two jobbers versus the best in Wardlow? How long could this last? Yeah, I, I don't understand where that comes from. I don't know why Ortiz now pi is piping up. I don't know why everyone's piping up. It's just, it's odd. There should be, th this storyline is getting convoluted because, like, why would Ortiz be upset? Like, I don't understand. Like, I understand why Sammy might be upset because they've kind of done, like, the, oh, I didn't get you a jacket. Oh, I didn't know you'd be back from your suspension. Like, there's little nuggets there that it makes sense. But other than that, like, everyone else should be like, Chris, we need MJF. It's because Jericho's surrounded by nobodies, and these nobodies become lobbyists once they're on TNT Network. So, in real life and in storyline, they're hanger honors, and they want to fight for Jericho's power, attention, and vision. And if MJF, an actual talent, gets involved, oh, what do we need Otis for? <laughs> Otis sucks. His tag team partner's even worse. I know his dad's dead, but we can fire him. It's been a year. Jesus Christ. Tony Khan, stop being nice to people. So, MJF loses his patience. He freaks out like we just heard. Ortiz says, fuck this. And then we heard it all. Cody Rhodes faces Orange Cassidy, Valides, after this. John Silver interferes. And then we're told by Excalibur, they shoehorn in the storyline no one's following. Oh, this is the second match, John Silver. No one even knows that name. Just say Dark Order, but they can't because they're building a dumb feud. John Silver is interrupted of Orange Cassidy's. Oh, so Valides, we're going to have two fucking midgets fight without legends to help them. They have no training wheels. How, how bad could John Silver versus Orange Cassidy get? I can't wait to watch it on AEW Dark next week. I think that's going to be huge. I'm glad they're putting marquee matches on Dark. And when John Silver interfered and hit Orange, the, the Dark Order did come out. And they needed to be pushed off by somebody. It couldn't be Dustin Rhodes and Cody's family, right? No. It's Billy Gunn and Austin Gunn. Billy Gunn and his family. Not the Nightmare family. The Billy Gunn family. They come out and clear the ring. Where the fuck was Bark Gun? I want the smoking guns. I don't want your dumb kid. Vladies, Austin Gunn's awesome, though, isn't he? He's taller than Bill, almost. He's a great enough talent, but he needs to do the Garrett Bischoff thing. Just go wrestle Gunner. Uh, what's Gunner doing? Go to NXT and wrestle Gunner. Don't be with your dad. Being with your dad is a suicide. Vladies, Garrett Bischoff would have never brought the wrestling boom if he was with his dad. Uh, this, and Austin Gunn is the legit son of Billy Gunn, right? I mean, I, I, I guess I don't know. Yeah. I guess sometimes wrestling is still wrestling. Okay, so that he is the official. Yeah. So why are they? So why are they just nothing? Why are they just AEW dark guys? Do they suck? How come we don't get more Billy Gunn on our show? They beat up John Silver. They don't suck. Cody was standing on the uh, stage, like holding his head, like what's going even going on? Like for some reason, he was front row to see. Austin Gunn and Bill, Billy Gunn did a famouser, and then I don't even know what Austin Gunn did. So Billy Gunn made it about himself. Let, let Austin Gunn do that move. But he does a move, his kid stands there and watch, and Cody Rhodes is selling something on the ramp. It's just a very strange moment. Ladies, I'd rather watch the Young Bucks kick a camera guy again. And by the way, I'm still mad that they kicked Tony Schiavone, and FTR did nothing about it. Are they fighting still, or 
Wait, ladies, wasn't Max Buck's leg broken? Like, what happened with the chair and the leg? It just hurt a little? No, you didn't hear. He can't even play with his kids. Oh. That's what I keep referencing. Oh, because he, of that he, moment with the chair, uh, what, what is his name? Why do we keep doing this? Kyle. Matt. Oh. Kyle can't play with his son. Can't play with his kids, Kevin. I, I forgot. Okay, I did hear you say that, but I thought he was just blading again on BTE. There's too many Max Buck-isms uh, Buck for me to keep up. So he can't play with his kids, but he can still wrestle, right, on the 7th? Yeah, he's still going to be wrestling. That's the thing. You think I'd miss a chance at the AEW tag titles? Not in your life. You watched Halloween Havoc, and you know this, and I don't. I swear, I can't pay attention or I'll hate this show. Then, please, we go backstage and the best man attacks the best friends. And, and Miro says, I will never forgive you. And then he opens up a gift. They have a Christmas-wrapped gift for uh, Kip Sabian. It's a new joystick. Because the joystick wasn't broken, but we replaced only that part. Then, ladies, that part. Let's hear that song. Serena Deeb is the new NWA champion, and she feces, fight, she feces Girlberg. It was like <laughs> Gilberg, but a girl. It was like yeah, a little, it was a little Marco stunt fucking midget girl, and Serena Deeb wasn't much better, but she beat the fuck out of her. Serena Deeb got to, got to cut a promo though, and it was okay. I mean, you could in between the words, her eyes are moving. Like, what am I gonna say? She had to repeat, re-say certain two-word lines just to make it all coherent. Amateur hour, but it's a girl. What do you expect? I liked it overall compared to Swole. So maybe the Serena Deeb can be something in NWA. But why do we have to watch it on AEW? What the fuck's that belt doing That's, here? That is such an interesting point because, yeah, even uh, Broken Freaking Neck was, he's my AEW dark correspondent. And, yeah, it was like, no, uh, why are we having Hikaru Shida wrestle on Tuesdays on the YouTube show and we're having the NWA Women's Champion wrestle on Dynamite? That doesn't make sense to me. That's why I fell in love with fucking Ayako. I'm not watching Dark. I need one Chinese girl, and Ayako's the only one. Felitas, I bought three kingdoms, Total War, because I love Ayako so much. And it keeps crashing, but I keep opening, opening it back up. I'm going to learn how to pronounce Long Wang one day. It's my capital. Like, I don't know how to say it. L-U-N-Y-G-N-A-N-G. At least there's no X in it this time. What the fuck is wrong with that country? Is it the English language that makes too much sense that we can't translate their nonsense over? It, they, there can't be X's in those symbols. Ayako! Aklayama! Oh my god, that wasn't even Darcy. Thank you so much to Be Well. Be Well is from... The knowledge that everything good can be taken away at any second is what makes me work so hard. Be Well just played the magic word, Ayako Akiyama. Then Ayako just played that sounder and said, Pride 100, fuck China. That's what I was thinking. I thought I would hate this game because it's China. But Vleeties, when you play Total War, Three Kingdoms, it's in China, but they let you have a free market. So it's not China at all. It's good. <laughs> well, and with... With China and their free market, because isn't it all run by the CC, whatever, the, the, the CCCCC of China? Um, all fascinating stuff, Kevin. Don't go to China and don't leave a laptop in Maryland. Is that like their ICE? It sounds evil. It must be their ICE. It is. Their Communist Party. Sean Spears. Uh, by the way, I, thank you so much for doing Vleeties every Tuesday and Thursday. I forgot ISIS even existed till I listened to Vleeties from uh, last night or yesterday. And the only reason that is Vleeties is because of Trump. Remember when ISIS is all we fucking heard of when Obama was around? They're bombing shit, killing people, taking like full cities. Kuwait was a place. I don't even know what Kuwait is anymore. Thank God. When Obama was in office, I was hearing about another Georgia even. There's like an evil Georgia. Now they're peace. Peace in the Middle East with Donald Trump, ladies. There was so much ISIS when, Trump, when, when Obama was around that they had an ISIL. 
There was like two of them. They had me missing Al-Qaeda. I heard about ISIS so much. Now you don't hear nothing, do you? Because Trump killed them all, then made peace after. Yeah, he took him out. And that's the big thing that nobody really talks about anymore is they don't want to give him credit for anything. They just don't ever bring it up because guess what? It was taken care of. So when I think of what am I actually voting for and people don't know they're voting for policies and laws and rules, they're like, well, I just don't like Trump because the way he talks. It's like, okay, well, luckily when he, you're never going to have to listen to him. Like just don't watch TV. And you'll just enjoy the tax You had break. a tryout? The way the mainstream media explains Biden's platform, they'll say, we'll be more lenient on the Middle East. Wait, no, 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 don't do that. We, they need, <laughs> the, peace doesn't come with leniency with these fucking sav inbred savages. They held our WWE hostage on a plane, okay? We don't like them. We like Jews now. Sorry, ladies, that news we heard was just be well. Be well 91 just played. You had a tryout? Oh, wait. He also said, Chair 100, will you be more than my G-word friend? B-Wall, don't make me play the song, bro. And the only reason I say bro, uh, ladies, is because of Joe Cronin. He says bro all the time, now I do. What's this about? You, are you still listening to Mr. Cronin? I, I, I haven't, I don't think I've ever sat down for a full episode and listened to him. Oh, it's life-changing. You get to see Tommy from NC. He's like a retard. Joe Cronin finds, like, the best Max murders and just abuses them, but for years at a time, like, they don't leave. Because he doesn't, Joe Cronin doesn't have a forest fucking it up on the back end. Like doing triple abuse. Joe Cronin can control his abuse and make a show out of it and keep it going. I lost my fucking Max Murders. I was in Kevin's inner circle for years, Thanks. and he is the reason that I started podcasting. That was BWall91. He said, Cheer 100. Play the song, bro. <laughs> Play the song, bro. What, the Joe Cronin song? No, he wants to hear the G-word song. That's about Ayako, and she will be more than my G-word friend. She sends me songs no one else gets. And Vladi, she felt so bad sending it to me because she wanted it to be a surprise for me. So she's like planning my birthday gifts already. So no one else cares about my Christmas, my birthday, or that I'm alive, but Ayako. So I'm so desperate for love that I'm convinced she loves me. You think that's what it is? Maybe you've talked yourself into it, but it's almost like you've, you've spoken it into, into it. She talked me into it, ladies. Uh, well, I was going to say it's been manifested into reality. Like it started as an ideology, and now it's a real thing. Yeah, it's like the movie Sphere. I made a big circular Ayako Sphere. <laughs> And I came out a new... It's kind of like Event Horizon, too, when you see the end. <laughs> oh, my God, this movie's going to be great. Uh, Ayako, you're in a band and on a film's cast. Ladies, Elias has a gospel album. Oh, I already told you that. So we watched oh, AEW yeah. tonight. We saw Cody Rhodes face uh, the guy John Silver's mad at. So John Silver ruined it. We saw the best man attack the best friends. We saw Girlberg versus Serena Deeb. Then Sean Spears <laughs> came out and buried a guy. All right, Sean Spears, too late. You were the chairman, now you ain't. I don't care anymore. Then Sean Spears gets heckled by a trick-or-treater ringside. So Spears grabs him, the guy's a big pussy, until he takes his mask off and it's Scorpio Sky. Who fucking cares? Ladies, it's Ty Dillinger versus a small old cruise. I think I'll save my money. A small old cruise. It really is like Ty Dillinger. Now, this is another AEW dark thing. He's in the top five of rankings. He's Apparently, he's their new John Cena. And we just never, ever see him. So why are we getting, and this is another case of we're building up this rivalry of Sean Spears and Scorpio Sky, but it's like, what's actually behind it? Why should we actually care? And this all comes from late night dynamite weeks ago, and we're still doing this? Let's wrap it up. Ladies, I've been neglecting this chat. I'm so terrible. I have flexes I didn't even do. JT used his Bound Flagory points on Twitch to redeem a flex. 
What the hell is that? Am I fighting Jake Hager tomorrow? God damn, put me in, coach. I'll fuck him up. I'll, get, I'll be in the inner circle after I beat Jake Hager tomorrow. Nathan Weller, 19. Redeem, make me flex first. Thank you, Nathan Weller, 19. Gino wants us to play something. Let's see what that is. Uh, the great OGJFC redeemed guide the raid with Tyler. We will be raiding Tyler Spider tonight. And here's another flex bleedies. This one. What is this? This one's for King Corn. Mr. Regal, hey, I've been mean. Okay, we're not. All right, we have a Halloween Havoc clip here from uh, Gino. How much was his cheer, though? All right, come on now. We're not doing video. Oh, it's money. All right, let's do it. Video on demand for money. <laughs> I'm not going to shut this down. Please, this is like that time I called Darcy fat ten times for playing a sounder, so no one played a sounder that night. That was tonight. All right, here we go. Why aren't you out in the car park? The car park. Please, I was in Australia. I remember that. like this. I remember that word, Bleedies, from Australia. There's a car park, and you put. it's not a trunk. It's a boot. It's the boot of the car. Put it in the boot. In the parking lot, the ring is actually inside the CWC. The car park. And I think that you meant that you actually wanted me to have a wrestling match with Dexter Lumis. Is that correct? Wait, is this is this guy like the Zicky Dice of NXT? Who's this guy? Yeah, he kind of is. That's a good way to put it. Yeah, he he's he's white trash, and he says to the moon. He's kind he kind of rules. However, let me point this out. Kevin will not like this clip. I don't know why this would be the hey Kevin, do you like NXT? Watch this. Like, no, this is not the one. He doesn't like bad acting backstage. That's just not. That's not what we're supposed to be showing him. If Ladies, we're trying to I've been him. playing this Liv Morgan promo for a year. I love backstage bad, bad acting. You just don't like William Regal, Bleedies, because you're not from my generation. I got to watch William Regal when he was fat and in the Blue Bloods. I got to watch him at a carnival when I was in Blackpool, England. What the fuck? That ain't fair. <laughs> Come with me. But, Mr. Regal, where, where do you think we're going? Come with uh, me. This is a parking lot. The parking lot is the most dangerous place. That's even scarier than the bar. What do you hate? This is great, please. It's better than Ricky Stocks. Come on. Now I'm just going to like it despite you. This ain't fair. All right. I know. That was part of the plan. God damn it. Mr. Regal, where do you think we're going? This is a parking lot. The parking lot is the most dangerous place. That's even scarier than the bar, Mr. Triangle. Mr. Regal, are you sure you want me to go out there? After you. Taking shots at Jews. Saudi Arabia wrote that line. There we go. That's hilarious. Ladies, that's where Big E beat up Sheamus. I'm oh, sorry. All right, here we go. So my record, and I'll just go ahead and go back to the locker room. Is that cool? Is no, <laughs> Mr. Regal, but how about this? How about you come yes, with sir. me, Mr. Regal? I'll throw my safer if you come with me, Mr. Regal. Come on. Come on, Mr. Regal. Let's go. Come on. Whoa, the haunted house is outside. Hey, you're leaving me out here. This is like when NBA 2K has a haunted house event. It's always outside. All right, here we go. Oh, what no. the fuck? What? What is this thing? Yeah, read that real close. That that guy from Florida who keeps getting shot outside of this building. This is private property. No trespassing, no soliciting. But if you stream it on Facebook, I'll watch it. This can't be it. This can't be the piece of junk that got to go get me. No. Are you kidding me? This piece of crap. Well, if I got to ride in this thing, I'm going to ride shotgun. Hey, get Oh, no, no. Oh my god, no. that guy is scary, dude. Regal, I saw that costume on WWE Shop. That thing is no joke. It's like 40 bucks. Doc Hendricks! What the fuck? What are you talking about? Cool. Doc Hendricks! You said bad acting. You said bad acting. You didn't say Doc Hendricks. Look at him. Raise the 
I love this show. <laughs> I mean, some kids don't even know. New York, hello, Meadowlands, hello, Long Island. This guy was awesome. Fox 5 viewing area. He was no Todd Pettengill, but he was like second best. You know, you hear us say it all the time here in the World Wrestling Federation. Anything. Valides, Todd Pettengill and Doc Hendricks used to give me cheat codes for Sega Genesis WWF games. It was XA up, down, up, down to unlock Undertaker's mask outfit. It happened. What we just got through seeing, which transpired on Monday Night Raw, is definitely indicative of that. But you didn't think I knew a word that big, did you? I knew All it. All right, here we go. Trouble in Camp Cornette. We've seen it wait, coming. Wait a minute. Hold on. That He wasn't being Doc Hendricks here, was he? He talked about rock and roll. Was he being that stupid Freebird shit? He was being Freebird. Oh, I hate that. That's not good. Freebirds are the worst. Isn't that what uh, Road Warrior Animal's brother was doing when he uh, did Diamond Cutters? What was this thing called? Uh, the Road Warrior Animal's John Laurinaitis, Bleedies. He was oh, a Ace. He was Ace. He was the surfer guy. He wasn't in. He wasn't a Freebird. He was in the the flying. Um, Equally fuck. bad. Just as bad. One is not worse than the other. We need to cut his hair. We need to change his name, and he could be the fucking host of. Saturday morning slam. Here we go. Now it's come to fruition. That's right. The Bulldog Owen Hart Cornette got big problems. Ladies, I was Camp Cornette. This is back when the Smoke and Guns were the best team. And Jim Cornette wanted to create someone better. And he created the Camp Cornette. There was multiple members. Yokozuna, British Bulldog, Owen Hart, Vader. You could have multiple different people. Paul Bearer would steal Vader later on, which was a big hit to Camp Cornette. Hand. Also, they had lost Cornette by then, so that also was a big hit to the camp. Uh, that was a huge blow to Camp Cornette when they lost Cornette. <laughs> and I'll tell you what else is big. When we return to Madison Square Garden, that's right. Ladies, be there or be square. March 17th, second fucking row. I'll bust your ass up. If this was in your house, he would have been Doc Hendricks, huh, ladies? He would have had to have been, yeah, since it was Halloween Havoc and it had more of the WCW NWA ties. He had to be uh he had to be Michael Hayes. There's Michael PS Hayes. There's only 18 seconds left, let's see. Awesome. What are they gonna go kick dirt on him in the fucking desert? Is this a WCW thing too? Hey, it's Halloween Havoc. We're redoing all the Ric Flair hits. This is the fucking worst show, Gino. Thank you, Gino, for your cheer and for your VOD. Uh, B-Wall 91 said, cheer one. Vader's a, Vader's a big, fat piece of shit. Ladies, I lost, <laughs> I lost my goddamn fat piece of shit sounder. I'll get it back, but Bruce Pritchard saying that is legendary. You had to be there, ladies. You didn't even see the wrench match, did you? No, I saw the wrench match where, yeah, that, uh, what's it? He lost it. Vader lost his mask to Kane. And, yeah, he, was, he had to give his little interview. And then I love listening to Bruce Pritchard because that was one where he said they just... They, they said to just go away for a while, and I don't know why he was like, I'm oh, fat piece of shit. I'm out of here. On the non-Bruce Pritchard show, Penta Septico finished by fighting the cleaner. Ladies, this girls with brooms thing during Kenny Omega's entrance, it can't be what the cleaner is. This, like, do I have to go watch Japan stuff? Did he do this? This, this can't be satisfying anybody because I ain't liking this. It ain't enough of a difference, and it's a bad difference. Like, I, and then he has the new shot during his entrance that he loves. I'm going to... You have the girls, right? 
Then when I walk down the ramp, switch to this camera, and I'm going to look down at it. It's, it's next to the ramp. And I'm going to talk like I'm John Cena, and I'm going to do the most non-intense, intense neck thing. It's so fucking half-assed when he acts like he's intense. When you put your arms up, it's half-assed, Kenny Omega. He's too autistic to know what emotions to display. You're not emotional enough. You had a tryout? Stop doing your indoor taunts. You're on TV. Be larger than life. It's like he's whisper screaming. It's not enough. And then he, that angle, though, I do like, but I've noticed he's done it twice in a row. It's, that's what makes him the cleaner of ladies, the new camera angle during his entrance. I don't know if that, I, again, I didn't watch Japan that much, but I will say, I thought he was referring to, like, baseball. Like, this is a tournament, and I'm sweeping my way to the, to the championship. That's how I looked at it. But, yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe since they are cleaning the floor with these brooms, no, that's shut part up, of the ladies. You, you Really? You don't see. Really? Really. You have people fucking more people ask me about what when the cleaner is going to come back than what happened to the TWFS YouTube. It's like the most hot topic in all of wrestling. What, the what cleaner. What happened to that? But no one can <laughs> even say what the cleaner means. Now girls come out with brooms and you don't think that's it. No, I don't think that is. I think okay. it's a new thing they're trying out. And um, I, I don't know what the cleaner was. There's no cold spray. There's no right. black hair. He doesn't look like the cleaner. You can't just bring chicks out with brooms and go, I'm the cleaner. That's what I'm saying. And now, Why are you agreeing? You're disagreeing. PWI's top 500 number one wrestler in the world. I swear that's what he's doing, though. We know he's stupid for it. Oh, and then look, I forgot to show this last week. Look, he's a, he's a fucking tourist, bro. He's going to have his backpack on, and he's going to be walking around this city. What a stupid thing to put in your fucking entry. Wrestling Observer's Wrestler what of the is Year this? in 2018. Sports is that China? Wrestler of the Year in 2017. He has broken the Meltzer five-star The Earth is, look, this is what every round Earth picture looks like because they can't prove it. There is no picture of the Earth. It's all a big fucking CGI lie. Stop thinking the moon exists. It, it, it's all CGI, ladies. If this was real, why isn't, why isn't it ever real in one photo? We don't have aliens, ladies. Uh, Joe Rogan and uh, Alex Jones taught us that they're from other dimensions. They're time travelers. I'm trying to tell you this is an infinite flat plane. And gravity ain't real. That's why you'll never understand how the they can change The knowledge that everything so good fast. can be taken away at any they're second is density. what makes me work so hard. Thank you, Ayako. I'm sick of people showing me CGI circles and acting like it's... AJ Styles is sick of it, too. I'm not alone in this. The great Ayako Akiyama just said parts made in Japan. Pride 100. Stop. What the fuck? What is this word? Stop sinflating chinga with Japan, you faggot. What's sinflating? What does that mean, ladies? Sinflating? I have no idea what that means. I know that China and Japan are very different. China is the evil one, and they have the Communist Party. Japan doesn't have any of that. Japan just has good food and awesome nightlife. So I don't know. Maybe that's what she's referring to. Um, but I don't know what that word is. Sinflating? That's another one of these these new words. Ayako, would a faggot do this? Huh? Is that your faggot right there? Yeah, I pissed myself. Would a faggots piss themselves? The no, knowledge no, that please. everything good can be taken away at any second is what makes me work so hard. Ayako said, I was too angry. Typo. Stop conflating what is conflating now ladies i'm conflating. conflating is when you when something is deflated you blow into it you're conflating it so like when you blow up a beach ball you conflate the beach ball i'll conflate something for ayako she knows is that what it means because if it is i'll do that i'm trying no, to that's not what I mean. ayako china's not over here this is cgi this isn't america this is a painting 
seven times and has both the highest rated singles and tag team match of all time. He is so fluent in Japanese that he sometimes translates from Michael Nakazawa. Look he once this. performed in... Look at this. Only an autist would laugh at that. Kenny Omega wrote that. He loves it. North Carolina. No one knows who Tozawa is. Say Nakazawa some next time. And six feet tall and weighs 224 pounds. He is... Oh, wait. Tozawa is the one we know. <laughs> Fuck. I can't keep up with these goddamn <laughs> conflateds. All right. Here we All right, show him with a backpack so I can get the fuck out of here. I'm sick of this. Maybe that didn't happen. Look at this, ladies. It's the cleaner, whether you like it or not. I don't know, man. It, it might be the cleaner, but it also might not be. Look at this conflated one on the right. What the fuck? These people are so funny looking. Ladies, I was told that Chinese people, their eyes... They, they uh, slant down, and Japanese people slant up. In Massachusetts, that's how we tell them apart. Is that true? You know, I have I don't want to even acknowledge that. I, well, I got to <laughs> know. I have know. a feeling that doesn't work. Well, I've been, I've been living my life by it, so uh, maybe I've been <laughs> assuming wrong on a few of these G words. They were CH words. Their tits bounce all the same. Sorry, please. I'm watching the cleaner. It's not my fault. It's Tony <laughs> Schiavone's. Tony Schiavone loves that part. Tony Schiavone was naked with Britt Baker during that. Bleedies, we have so much to talk about. We're at the main event already. Pentaseptico fought the cleaner, and you won't believe in the cleaner. And I hate that it's the cleaner, and I'm not sure it's the cleaner, but the fact that you don't think it is upsets me. But Bleedies, he came out. He wrestled in a shirt because he was hiding his AAA Universal Championship right here. Right you had under. a tryout? And then when Penta saw that, he jumped up on the apron, and he was holding a towel. So I thought for sure that, or Phoenix was holding a towel ringside. I thought for sure Phoenix was going to throw in the towel on his brother, ladies. <laughs> like immediately, like, he's not going to do this. He's not going to fight the mega champion. Nobody can handle the mega champion. Uh, yeah, I don't know why he's bringing that belt back around again. I don't know if AAA is even running right now. I thought they made a comeback, but I, I certainly Kenny hasn't been there defending that championship. So, yeah, I wonder why I even bring that to the dance. Gino said, Cheer 100, this is another backstage segment that was fun on NXT tonight. I'm going to send it to you, slash Ayako. Ladies, that's how everyone sends stuff, to me, slash Ayako. We're two peas in a pod, Felides. And, oh, then he said, it is only a minute, 30 seconds, 37 seconds long. Now you're self-fitting in before bedtime, buddy. So, uh, Felides, Kenny had that belt on. He was trolling everyone. Uh, and I'm also convinced that that they only reversed Phoenix's win, so Kenny wouldn't bury Phoenix. He'd bury his brother instead. It's still not helpful to Penta. Oh, Phoenix can't lose to his brother, but he, so he beats him. Oh, Phoenix can't lose to Kenny. He'll just beat his brother. So now Penta gets to lose twice in a row. Lucky Penta fans we are, huh? Yeah, I don't know why we would get, we get two Penta losses in a row, even after a Canadian Destroyer onto the outside, onto the thing, like... I saw. I just saw little clips from this match, and I just I, I looked at it like I'm glad I didn't watch this, like because these are the matches that oh these high spots this is amazing outstanding, and I just every time we watch these I'm like well my fucking guy lost again, like and we all knew Kenny was gonna win anyway because if Penta had won it's like well he already lost so yeah just keep burying him he can't speak English they don't need him I guess one of the dumbest things we ever said last was last week when we said we must because he can't speak English and he's losing but it's gonna be something like ladies it must be that when they all go out to breakfast 
He doesn't speak good enough English. He's just eating his eggs. He's quiet, so no one likes him. Like, this is Eric Bischoff type of management. You go out to the bar to have drinks. If a wrestler ain't there, he ain't getting pushed. <laughs> if, and then if they're there, Hulk Hogan better like them, or they ain't getting pushed. So Tony Khan, he needs to hear more English out of Penta, less egg eating. It's got to be it. There's no other reason why the perfect luchador has to get buried by his brother and everyone else. But Bleedy's some fucking autistic janitor beat him tonight. And it was an amazing match. Enough of this show. See, it was so frustrating at the end, even though that, like, we wanted Kenny to be a main eventer forever, right? Uh, not us. I mean, they did. And maybe that, like, the cleaner's a main eventer. Maybe that makes him a cleaner. And, but now that he is, we've already seen too much, haven't we? Like, he can't come out and do that entrance and act like he cares when we know he can't even make a fucking facial expression because I'm going to say the word again, Bleedies. I can say this. I like numbers, too. He's autistic. <laughs> I, I I don't know where I'm with Kenny. Yeah, I, we're waiting for the best pout machine to make his his Earth his Earth his American debut. He all of his great matches I feel like are still left behind in Japan. He hasn't really brought Kenny Omega to America. And I know the tag team stuff. He had some great matches, but I'm talking about main event. The Ace. Are we gonna get the Ace of Dynamite? Are we gonna get the Ace of AEW? Kenny Omega, I just don't know. Ayako, Ayako, Aklayama. He didn't want to go to WWE. He was like happy. He was content. I don't even need to go there because I'm so good. He'd be able to talk shit about other wrestlers, but I don't think we have that guy anymore. Thank you so much to Darcy. He played that. I was so mean to him. Well, he ruined our economy earlier, so I had to be mean to him. Also, ladies, when I did those flexes a little while ago, I planned on doing the ad time that was redeemed by Chugga, but now I forgot, and it's been too late. We can't listen to Kip. I'm sorry, Chugga. We'll refund you. I wish I remembered. With Bleedies here, we get too excited. Max Crenshaw official redeem. Make me flex. God, Bleedies, the left is looking better than the right lately. <laughs> we, I am always leaning to the, to the right. There's never a time. Sometimes when I think about going to the left, you pull me back in or somebody sane pulls me back in. Oh, yeah, we have an election. I can't even joke about this. The right is way better than the left, for fuck's sake. Listen <laughs> to Alex Jones on JRE. We're sick of YouTube. That's what that whole episode's about. Also, Gino wants us to watch a video. Let me just see what we're dealing with. It might be divas being crazy. Surprised TWFS is being nice to me. Who was that? Darcy, you fucking asshole. I love you so much. I called you fat. I still feel bad. Look, when you, put, when you look like this, everyone else is a little fat, aren't they? It's not just you, Darcy. It's that whole fucking chat that needs to look like this. What do you and Killian Dane have planned for Halloween? What do you know something means? And if this idiot doesn't piss himself, I'm not watching it. That was Drake Maverick. He's a piece of shit. I hate that rapist. Every English wrestler's a rapist, but Wade Barrett, ladies. Is that is that true? I didn't know that was a stat that came out, but it probably is. Gallagher, Bate. It's all of our English friends messing shit up for everybody. Done. We know what Dunn did, Bleedies. The problem is it's just... I have grit. Thank God that th I was going to go on for four minutes about how the government is like wrestling. Bleedies, the great uh, B-Well just said, cheer 100. The cult is a little fat. That's okay. We're going to die soon anyway. We're all dying together, Bleedies. And even if I say it's joking, this still violates Twitch rules. But we're killing ourselves. And we're not complying. We're not complying to your Twitch rules. We don't care. All right, we're not going to just become what you want us to. I've been doing this show for 14 years. Your site didn't exist. I don't give a fuck what your rules say. Kick me off already. You kicked off the most talented guy on here, Bleedies. You think we care about your dumb purple gay site? 
Your site's gay. We're not. I can't wait to get off this fucking site. Ladies, you already got one foot on every other platform anyway. I'm not doing that when I leave here. You're wasting your time on Twitter and Facebook. They're all going to fuck you. We're going to DLive when we're done with this shit. Is DLive just the one? Have they made us an offer yet? I know that I missed the last <laughs> conference room meeting, but hopefully tomorrow's Zoom. We can at least get what we want. And DLive's just as bad as the rest. Their terms are the same. But I don't know. I feel like it's hasn't fucked me yet, and the rest of them have. Instagram, I ain't giving them another go. I, oh, and Vleeties, that reminds me, before we go, uh, we had a big happening in the TWFS world, Vleeties. You might remember. Yes, we did. Oh, this is foundation rocking. A few years ago, Jerry Camacho was our favorite. I'm going to play a song in honor of him. We used to play this song for Jerry all the time because he would request it. It was his favorite song on my SoundCloud, Vleeties. And we'd have Jerry Tuesday. I think SmackDown was on Tuesdays then. I think there was a Jerry Monday. It was a great early time for fourth and third hours. But then Sebi came and convinced us he's a goddamn rapist. But please, let me play this song and then we'll read the truth. The great Jerry loved this song, and he loved third hour. He loved fourth hour. I had fallen off my bicycle on numerous occasions that day. We'd play the whole thing, but how did we not? And now I see what Jerry loved about it. Ladies, it's amazing. Instrumental by Charles Hamilton. It only has 4,789 views, Bleedies, which on SoundCloud is basically 4,789,000. I'm pretty big deal, bro. I don't even have SoundCloud Premiere. I don't need it. 
I just get big with free accounts. So, ladies, that's the song Jerry Love. And then Jerry got exposed as a pedophile. Sebi came forward. He was 13 or 12 or something. I forget. He had a high-pitched voice at the time. And he sent us pictures of conversations. Turns out these were faked. I didn't even know you could fake pictures in 2016, ladies. No. This is stunning, by the way. All of this is very, very shocking. And it's shocking that I got this far. So I like that we're so many years removed from this. And, yeah, I just can't believe that somebody went through these lengths to make somebody look bad. Sebi sent me this DM on Discord. I had to do a two-factor authentic- authentication because I didn't trust this, di- this Sebi account. Uh, this is Prince Havoc cutting some bullshit promo on me. But after having him DM me on three different accounts, it, it was three-factor authentication. I also got his social just for fun. So this is, in fact, him. And Sebi said, hey, Kevin, I wanted to message you about some information that I've been keeping from you for a while now, and I feel like I have to come out and say it. Back a few years ago, I sent you information about Jerry Camacho messaging me inappropriate material on Instagram. That is not what happened. And in fact, Jerry never messaged me. Jerry was so adamant. At the, time. at the time, Jerry was like, I didn't do it. And I'm like, come on, Jerry, we have pictures. Right, so Steffi goes, what happened was around Thanksgiving 2017, oh, good time. Felitis, 2017, that's a month into Jessica and I's relationship. Uh, uh, Thanksgiving 2017, I was added into a group Twitter chat with Alexis Johnson. She's out of my life now, Vlidi. She's a scumbag. I've known her for over a year. But now this confirms it. So Sebi said he's in a chat with Alexis, and someone else will not say to protect them. Wait, hold on. Who the fuck is the other person? Oh. That's what I'm writing. We aren't playing this game. Hold on, Vlidis. I'm messaging. We aren't playing this game. We aren't protecting people. I reacted <laughs> I reacted nice to you so I won't kill anyone. <laughs> you yeah, I didn't even read this fully. I don't want to hear any fucking protected people. Uh, sorry, please. Here we go. Uh I will here we go. something about protecting them. Let me find this. All right, here we go. And they convinced me my fault to try and get rid of Jerry from the KSB community. And they wanted real, to real use- quick just to, just to interrupt. I, I agree with Broken Freaking Neck in the chat. I've, or, yeah, the other guy might be Forrest. I mean, that's the only person I could think of. Well, why would like, we protect Forrest? Why would we protect him? Uh, I don't know. Some people probably like Forrest. All right. No, no, what, we wouldn't protect him. What are we protecting him from? I can't even talk to him. What, that does, no, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know why, but that might just on. be what Sebi. Please. Look, this is a guy who lied about getting raped or lied about getting harassed ladies don't fall for geezy geezy thinks bfn's a real person i swear it's an eight-year-old girl stop reading their stuff all right so then sebi said uh try to get rid of jerry from the ksb community and they wanted to use me to do so i should have said no but i did anyways which was stupid mainly because alexis hated me anyway the deal was to make it fuck alexis all right this isn't meant to be some funny story that is meant to be a conversation piece. This is an apology. Well, no one cares what you want it to be, Sebi. Fuck you. You're an asshole. Then he said, I have felt guilty about this situation for a long time now. And I felt as part of me trying to mature and take responsibility for my actions, it was necessary. Oh, my God. Th- no wonder I didn't read this all. I sincerely apologize as you are nothing but professional and kind because I'm the best. To me, throughout the scam ordeal. And I'm sorry. I especially feel bad for Jerry. Chris Benoit. Oh, I don't give a fuck about that person. Let me just write that. I don't give a fuck about that person. 
Thank you again, Sebi. Oh, yeah, I remember that. I remember that person. So, ladies, I think that's most of the message. I, I can't imagine there was anything else interesting there. But Sebi is not a pedo. Uh, well, Jerry wasn't the pedo. Jerry. I mean, we, we, the jury's out on Sebi. That note doesn't say anything about him not being a pedo. You're right. I should not be making these grand statements before. We, we paint with too broad a brush sometimes. All right. Sebi, we don't know. He's definitely a liar. Jerry is not a pedo. Then again, he still might be. I don't know. I talked to him more than anyone here. I think I can judge how pedo this guy was. He, had, he wanted my dick, but I'm old enough, ladies. Yeah. You know, you were old enough for Jerry. Yeah. And I think, is Sebi old enough now? I mean, this was a while ago. Jerry doesn't care. It was all faked. Jerry's the cleaner now. He's too good for us. He's just going to kick our ass. Uh, thank you, Sebi, though, for messaging uh, and letting us know that. What an amazing turn of events. If this was two years ago, the chat would be freaking out. Ricardio would be here. He'd be screaming. Ladies, you might remember Ricardio. He, this was his big cult single that blew up right here. Forrest was born from a rape. Yeah, that's right. Forrest F, baby, more like Forrest F, rape, baby. That's about Forrest's pedal mom as well. She's a rapist and a pedal mom. What what happened to Ricardio? Is he is he still among us? What happened to him? I have no idea. Maybe it's because Tyler replaced him, and Tyler started playing Among Us, and Ricardio knows that's a gay game. So he's like, I'm not going back to a gay community. Come back, Ricardio. We miss you. Be the cleaner for us. Ladies, we need a cleaner. I love this gimmick. As soon as I figure out what it is, I'll make my own. Ladies, tonight we got to talk about ISIS and remember that they even existed. I mean, Trump got rid of him. Then just for the cherry on top, he killed that Iran general. So he was just having fun for a while, and we forgot terrorism even existed. The war on terrorism was supposed to last forever. Then Trump happened. Ladies, we listened to some of Elias' gospel album. We talked about Christopher Daniels being the perfect Mark Carano. We caught up with the SEBI information, and we ran down AEW beginning to end. The pay-per-views on the 7th. So we will be picking that, I believe, next week. I'll have to check dates on yep. this. But soon enough, ladies, we'll have all of our predictions ready. Tell us now, who wins, MJF or Jericho? I feel like it's, a, it's an easy win for MJF. He needs a big win, and Jericho, it seems like he's on his way out. I agree completely. Ladies, I need a Tully jacket. I need two of you because you're perfect, but I'll never have two of you. And are, you're going to be- I live. would like the kids' meal with chicken fingers- and a small coffee. Somebody get this girl. Get her a large one, so she'll shut up for a while. Thank you so much to Brady as a Boss. He played the Ronda Rousey theme song. Uh, ladies, Brady as a Boss also has Vermintide, too. So we got Geezy, Gino, Tyler, me, you, Brady. But only four of us can play together at a time. What are we going to do? Are we going to have a LAN party? Yeah, we're all going to meet up and we're all going to land together. That's going to be the next evolution. Uh, gaming online is so passe. We need to get in person. I need to get a couple of those Kenny girls in here to sweep this place. Maybe the lizards will stop showing up. I had to kill a lizard two weeks ago. Sorry, ladies. I'm just venting. This is my audio blog and my wrestling blog. So, ladies, we've done it all tonight. You're live tomorrow, but you're banned on Twitch for at least two days. So where can we find you tomorrow? YouTube.com slash Ryan Van Vliet. I still have that. That is still alive. So I will be there. So that's that, that's the last bastion of hope that we have. Uh, and we're going to go there. And then, yeah, 48-hour ban. No big deal. I'll be back on Twitch before anyone even fucking knows. Ladies, I should give you the DLive login for TWFS. We should test it. No, it's too short notice. I'm going to follow you at Bleedies on Twitter. And I'll make sure I know where you are no matter what. Because you're going to tweet it, right? 
Exactly. Yeah, there will be tweets beforehand. And uh, join the Discord. Everything is in that Discord. Thank you so much, Ayako, even though you called me the F word. We don't even say that word. There's a reason why you had to put a space in it to get it through the donation, Ayako. It's not a good word. She called me it, and she didn't mean it. We just fight sometimes. Bwall91 just said, cheer 100. The cult is a little fat. That was 13 minutes ago. Thank you, Bwall. He cheered a lot tonight, and he was playing Sounders. The great Chugga hosted us. Thank you, Chugga. He did a redemption for BFG points that we couldn't do for him, but we refunded him. Also, Vleeties, Broken Freaking Neck was cheering ones. Thank you so much, BFN. I see Mage and Tweak. That's Darcy. Darcy, I was so mean to you tonight. But then I was nice to you. That was awesome. I love you, Darcy. Malaka subs resubscribed tonight. Thank you, Malaka. He's at five months total. That's five in a row. Uh, Max Crenshaw hosted us. Thank you, Max Crenshaw. Yeezy resubscribed tonight. Thank you, Geezy. I can't wait to kill rats with you in Vermintide 2 tonight after we raid Tyler Spider. Fix for Life. Thank you for uh, hosting us as well. Noah So High resubscribed. Thank you, Noah So High. He's tier one. This is his first month. That was 20 hours ago, Bleedies. He did it in between streams. This guy's a saint. Also, B2 the Prophet followed. I remember that name, Bleedies, from either Twitter or YouTube. So we have an old, old, old timer coming back. There's always a few ones that kind of come in and out, coming in waves. Come, stay. You're here for the long haul, and we're here for you. Also, Quiggly, I love you as well, wherever you are. We must be working tonight. Quiggly Johnston would not teach us about Warhammer. He wanted us to find it ourselves. Also, ladies, Brady is a boss played two Sounders. I must have missed one. Thank you, Brady is a boss. Other names that played Sounders include Fire Fist Ace, Rizzo Loso, and a lot of Darcy and some Ayako. I believe Nathan's in there somewhere. In the, in the regular chat, I see OGJFC. He must have played a sounder tonight. I remember OGJFC. Sonic Gino's there. King Corn. What's up, King Corn? I see King Corn again. Nathan Weller. Darcy. Chris Littlejohn. What's up, Chris Littlejohn? Chris Littlejohn says he misses Jerry. I do as well. Uh, Francisco Moda. I know Francisco Moda. That name is from way back, Bleedies. That's a definite old timer. I think they go back to like the Forest era. Like they might have liked Forest. No, well, hey, some people did like him, but he's gone. And this isn't just a casual fan base, okay? This is a <laughs> cult. I see BFN, and I see Tyler Spida. By the way, ladies, yeah, we found out. I, I kind of glossed over who that Sebi was protecting. Chris Benoit, I can't even remember who it is. Like, it was someone that did a podcast with, I think, what was that idiot's name? Some fat kid. I can't remember everyone. But that fat kid was a dickhead. Chiefy, Chiefy Jackson. I feel like Chris yeah, Benoit was in that. So, like, you can't protect someone who did a podcast with Chiefy Jackson. They suck already. Don't protect that person. Chris Benoit, whoever you are, go fuck yourself. We found out, ladies, Eddie Kingston will be champ tonight. Matt Seidel pointed at his head. And I am back Friday night. So, remember, Bleedies is live tomorrow. Follow him on Twitter, at Bleedies. I'm live Friday after SmackDown here on Twitch, assuming we're still up. Bleedies, <laughs> do you have any final thoughts for this beautiful chat room? You know what? I got to be honest. I really enjoyed NXT tonight. I think next Wednesday I'll be watching NXT again, and that way we kind of get it from both ends. And uh, I won't make you watch any Cam and Grimes stuff. Ayako really Akayama! My Discord got stolen from me, so I can't do my final flexes. I'll figure out. Look, I'm a little old. This is Windows 10, okay? It's really advanced technology. I'm going to have to click around a bit and find it. Bleedies, I'm back Friday. You're live tomorrow. Until the day we die. We are, we are, we are. 
with all fucking show. Ayako, I, Ayako, Aklayama. Thank you, Darcy. Darcy, I'm so sorry. You're not even fat. You're just Australian. That's normal there. You're just Slim Dusty's weight. That's okay. You're not fat. You're We're going to raid Tyler, ladies. We'll find him. Let's get Tyler Spider. You're amazing tonight, ladies. You're the best, Kevin. You enjoy the rest of your evening. You're the best. You're leaving? Am I leaving? Well, I don't have a Twitch. I can't raid anybody. Oh, yeah. All right, Pete, for two days. We love you, ladies. 48 hours. I'll see you soon. Is that what I keep saying? Is that what I look like when I say it? This was a changing moment for me. And it might be because they use three O's. Play this sounder for me. You see, I'm trapped in my mind And I know it's crazy Hey, it's not that bad at all When you think of the world I know it's crazy Hey, I'm not that bad at all Oh, babe Tyler Spider got rid of all his good sounders. The fuck? Oh, I guess he was hangry again. People aren't built tough anymore. They aren't built to grind. They're built weak, soft. They're used to second-place trophies. I'll tell you a story, Booker. I, I fought in a tournament, and I took fourth place. On the way home from that tournament, I had a trophy in my hand, and my dad said, hey, let me see that trophy. I think why are you running is gone, threw it out BFM. the window while we were on the highway home. I don't accept fourth place, third place, second place. I was built to be tough. I was built to last. And I was built to get things done by any means oh, necessary. Oh, no, BFN, I just only look at the free one. I see. He charges for them now. Good idea, Tyler. That's not a bad idea. I just like free sounders. I'm a piece of shit. We are about to raid the amazing spider. The t countdown has started. We got to get these sounders in. Cruz also grew up watching John Cena, as you can tell from how thickly muscled he is. Bye. See you, Bill. Bye, Bill. See you around, Bill. <laughs> Bye. See you, Bill. Whoops. Bye. <laughs> see you Sunday. <laughs> Let's see what Tyler's listening to. Tyler, where's Dude. the intro song? Or maybe uh, he's waiting like till we raid him. JT made the most amazing yeah. Tyler Spider song. He's playing I Feel yeah, Like Dying. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. 
This means Tyler's sad if he's playing I Feel Like Dying. Jesus Christ, this audio. All right, I'm going to click it. Here we go. Let's go see what Tyler's doing. Thank you so much for spending your Wednesday night with us. We don't deserve you. We're going to be with Tyler all night. How long can I stay here like this? The fuck you say to me, you little shit? The fuck did I say, Darcy? Why are you yelling at me, man? Did I cancel the raid? Oh, no, we what did. What did I say to you? Seriously? FBI oh, shit! Kevin! <laughs> scared the shit out of me! <laughs> what the fuck? It's me, Tyler! It's the FBI! Full-blooded uh, Italians! What's thank you for the raid, man! Anytime, Tyler! I'm pee pee poo poo check right now! But we're still, still ready to go.